You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys. Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I'll tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy. I like playing games. I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
What's up, player? Do 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 do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Oh, she like Mr. Bean. Mrs. Burrito. I find you so asexual. Use it. Use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody. Indeed, yes, welcome to the program. Uh, Never Not Funny is the name of the program. And uh, the number of the program is uh, 2612. And what's the number uh, of the 2112 was, uh, well, Matt, I, I was going to go with a rush joke. I no. apologize for... Uh, Stepping on your Iron Maiden <sighs> reference, I was going to mention that 2112 was a Rush album that uh, we all remember when the great Getty Lee joined us for that episode. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, did we try to get Getty Lee for that. Yes, we did. I wonder what episode he listened to it and decided against it. I wonder which one he <laughs> no. dipped his toe in. I can't imagine it went that far. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. But uh, I always like to imagine when somebody, when a, a famous person who's outside of our world yeah. uh, that we occasionally reach out to and, uh, you know, hopefully like uh, hopefully it'll happen. I try to think of anybody really happened like that. I guess Rob, well, the Rob Reiner's in comedy, so it's not fair to say he's out of our world. But in fact, uh, he is. He doesn't. He's not in my circles by any means. But right. Uh, or David says Steinberg when he uh, and he admitted he listened to before he came on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I often wonder, like, if when I reach out to a, uh, I'll make up a name, Barack Obama. What does <laughs> and and it's like, oh yeah, you know what? That does sound fun. And then listens to an episode. What little snippet did they then go? We're not doing that. We're not. We're not. Is it, was it jizz talk? What keeps them away? What keeps? Why won't Barack Obama come on my show? I'll talk about coffee. I I mean, I'd like to think that if he even just even in isolation heard you doing the they're coming, Jim, like he would get it. But he'd be in. you don't know that if that's all he gets, he might not uh, he might not understand that you're kidding. Well, I am kidding. Uh, uh, Mr. President, if you are listening, you're welcome on our program anytime. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just know that uh, the people like grew up with that. Uh, they probably weren't big fans of yours. Well, he spent a lot of time in Chicago, so he's not uh, right. He's not unfamiliar oh no he knows the, he knows the people i grew up with he knows them and he knows they didn't vote for him he knows that they're <laughs> afraid of him they know they, he knows every, he knows everything he knows all the the mighty obam uh, <laughs> they probably hate him in two different ways because the, his ethnicity but also he's a an intellectual from the university of chicago Yes. Which is also something to fear. <laughs> uh, then also, but then also throw in uh, his politics. So right. it's, uh, th- th- so it's <coughs> a triple threat to this. You know, some of the folks I grew up with. Oh, um, so, uh, but welcome. And we do welcome it. Did you guys watch that uh, graduation uh, commencement thing that, uh, that they did on Saturday night? I did not. I saw one. I saw one. The one the one clip that made the news. I didn't see the rest of it. Yeah. It was, you know what? It was wonderful. It was uh you know, I, I we had recorded it because I uh, was uh, running an errand to get dinner. And um, uh, I was like, well, that's good that we recorded it because now we could fast forward past the stuff that we don't care about. And we'll get to the and we ended up watching the entire hour. And it was uh, it was very uplifting. It was uh, it was uh, nice. very, very nice. And uh, the one thing I will say that was interesting is by all accounts, our friend uh, Cassie. Casey. Uh, what did I say? Cassie. Casey St. Ange. Yeah. Uh, you know what it is? It's the Ange and the and, and that makes me then a double clutch every single time I say it. Well, it's because it's not spelled like most Casey's. It's spelled C-A-I-S-S-I-E, which looks like Cassie. 
but it's CAI, right? Yeah. One could argue that's Casey even more so. Like, uh, but it's like, one tiny letter away from just being regular Cassie. <laughs> I know, brother. I know. I, I, I did. I thought her name was Cassie for years when I only knew her as a Twitter handle, and well, uh, and then when I met her, I was shocked. You won't, believe, style. you won't believe what yeah. happened next. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not going to click on that link. I'm not going to fall for that uh, clickbait. But uh, uh, I, I, I expected because, again, uh, by all accounts, uh, her son is uh, he was the uh, uh, ground zero on that uh, uh, yeah, campaign he, starting by. But I, I would have thought he would have been part of this in some way because they had uh, so many high school seniors. <coughs> Uh, be part of it uh, but I wonder if he was just a, a, one of many people that uh, tried to get him to be to do that is he one, was this already in the works and I mean he uh, was on NPR like the inter- NPR interviewed him about his so role why, so, so you would why think would the producers not reach out to the guy and go uh, hey what, do you want to hey my name is so and so and so and so and or maybe they like, did and he just didn't want maybe he wasn't interested I have no idea Oh, that family wants the limelight. That's all they're about. <laughs> I don't know any of that for a uh, fact. Uh, uh, but anyway, it was very, very nice. It was nice, first of all, just to uh, to see uh, President Obama give a nice little speech. and uh, But more importantly, just the, the entire thing, LeBron, J- LeBron James. Uh, even the Jonas Brothers I enjoyed. Uh, there's some song by, hey, I, apparently somebody that we talked about recently on this show whose name I didn't know and I still won't know. Uh, Latina singer that you guys seem to know and I didn't. Camila Cabello. Delmar, Del... Yeah, just maybe simple. Dua Lipa. Oh, what? Dua Lipa. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was there. So when you said you guys, you were not including me. <laughs> I'm never including you. I, I, and I'm not kidding. Ever. <laughs> Especially with music. Yeah. Ever, yeah, brother. Unless I'm talking talk superstar, I'm not talking to Paul Williams. I'm not talking to you. That's fair. Little George Michael too. Come on, man. Don't don't widen this gap. Don't widen this more. I I, I like the very narrow two things that I could talk to you about. I don't need more than that. Uh, anyway, she was great. The whole thing was great. Very positive. Uh, very nice uh, um, uh, to uh, uh, for our seniors, which has, it really just has to suck. Yeah. Suck. Uh, well, by the what? way, just, just to, you know, stave off any emails, Dua Lipa is uh, Albanian, not Latino. My Latino. apologies for not knowing anything. I didn't uh, know it either. I would have thought the same thing. Um, all right. Well, if somebody was going to email on that, I got a response on that that I'll say. I'll take the time on writing it right now. Go fuck yourself. If that's, if that's the fight you want to have today. Bring it on, motherfucker. Huh? You want to do that on the 18th of May, motherfucker? You like that character? Anybody like that guy? At all? <laughs> kind of. I, I bet like, Barack Obama does. I like the pronunciation, but yeah, motherfucker. He's fun. Um, hey, very. Before we move on, it, it, just so that it does not escape my mind, I have started the phone calls for the platinum folks. The Platinum Primo, the, the top level. I've started those phone calls. And um, I have to tell you this. Uh, I, uh, I did a bunch of them on Saturday and a bunch on Sunday. Uh, a joy. An absolute joy. What a... I, I, I will repeat what I've said many, many times. We have the greatest fans. And I enjoyed speaking to each and every one of them. Um and, I, and I'm, I'm not even I'm not, I'm not even lying. I'm, and, and like there wasn't even one clunker that I would go, uh, well, you know, privately. Well, they were all great. So this one fucking guy. I enjoyed all of them. Uh, they all, uh, you know, are li- you know, what we all decided on. And then maybe I decided this for them with my words and forcing them to agree with their hero was uh, when I when I first had the idea of the phone call. Of course, you know, I thought it would literally be holding a phone to my he- ear and having a conversation with them. I, it never occurred to me 
that you could do it over the internet. And then, you know, we try, I tried to do it through Google and then I tried to do it through Skype and another, none of those were working for me. And then Paul, one of the gentlemen who I did speak to from London said, Hey, I'm from London. So maybe it'll save Mr. Pardo some money to use zoom. And then I was like, you know what? Why don't I use zoom for everybody? Why don't I make it a zoom call with everybody? And then I found some website uh, that I, you know what? I will plug. I will, uh, let me go to my, uh, I found a website called Setmore, S-E-T-M-O-R-E, that uh, uh, you could uh, have people make appointments. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I sent down an email saying, uh, hey, here's the days for the first batch. Here's the days that I'm going to be doing it. Uh, go up there, go on there and, and pick your time. And uh, it worked like a charm. So I, I, and I got the, admittedly, first of all, for me, for dummy me to know how to do it without bothering one of you two, you know, it has to be simple. You know that. <laughs> so uh, it worked. That was very simple. Um, and then, um, you know, you put your logo on there. It looks, it looks very professional. It looks like, uh, uh, and I got the basic free version. It's the free thing. And it, and it worked like a charm and people made their uh, appointments. And then uh, I had to do a little bit of, uh, uh, of extra work but uh, to send out the zoom links and stuff like that but who cares it takes two seconds um everybody was on time for their calls um uh, and you know sadly uh, you know the downside is i i schedule everybody for 15 minutes and um it seemed to be the right amount of time at the same time oddly enough 17 minutes might have been the right amount of time wow. i know that sounds bizarre but like around the 14 minute mark i would go to you know say hey you know what we only got a minute left because i got to jump on the next call and uh, that would always be the, you know, the, the, you know, no goodbye ever is, well, thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Even with, you know, it's always a uh, drawn out a little bit. So, but, uh, but that surprises me that you could, uh, I mean, I know that, uh, we have great fans, but I would have thought after 10 minutes, you'd be like, wow, this is plenty of conversation. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's be like, I, 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 I would have guessed that the 15 was more than enough that you would have been like never reaching the 15 minute mark. I, you know what? And Matt, I, I mean that. I mean that on both ends, like not just you, but also the person on the other end, being like, "This is this is good." I'm well, here's good. Here, here's what I'm gonna, to, to your point. I, I, when I start, when I I actually interrupted myself. Uh, what I, I think having to first of all, I, anyway, I, I thank Paul for the idea of doing it on Zoom because it really it it made them one thousand times better yeah. to do it where you could see the person and have a nice conversation with them. Um, I think that even though, you know, we set this whole thing up before the quarantine, uh, you know, that I would call people as part, as part of the, uh, of that level, they would have been fine. And maybe after 10 minutes, Matt, we would have been, uh, all right, well, good. Nice talking to you. I like never not funny, but during this pandemic and during the, where we're not going out and seeing people, um, I think it was great for both sides to, Hey, for this 15 minutes, we get to talk to another human being. Yeah. And so it and by the way, none of them dragged. They all flew by. And admittedly, I could have talked to all of them longer. It was very nice. That's nice. You know, you find out about people's lives. They talk about their jobs. Um, they tell me I'm fucking great. They tell me I'm hysterical. They tell well, me I'm their here. Uh, yeah. How could you not enjoy like that? Yeah. How do you not enjoy phone calls where people are just telling you how great you are? Uh, admittedly, that part of it was a very small part of it. And it was more about never not funny it was all about this show i would love it if uh no i i i shouldn't say i would love it <laughs> i actually shouldn't even say it at all because then some wiseacre is going to do it don't say it. i'm begging you not to say it i'm begging you not to i'm begging you not to tell me privately 
I'm begging it's you. It's a very to. simple and obvious. I think everyone knows where I'm going with this. You don't. You don't have to be on these calls. You shut up now. No, no, that's and, not what I was gonna say. I was gonna say it would be so funny if, like, after all this, all these positive vibes, you get to the last one and the person's like, "I got something I want to say to you, and I spent twenty bucks to do it. Go you know fuck what? yourself, man." I, I'm not gonna lie to you, Matt. I've been waiting on that one. I've been waiting for that call to be part of it. Where. Uh, but it's all been positive energy, brother. All positive. And they're all adults too. Although yeah. one young man was uh, is in uh, college age. Yeah. Uh, that he's been listening to us for uh, since he was a, a young man in high school because his older sister was into us, and um, and then got him into it. Hold on one sec, Jimmy. Uh, Elliot's doing a data entry ASMR video <laughs> while we're recording the show. <laughs> Sorry. What are you doing? Put it on mute if you're going to do that bullshit. I apologize. I thought I thought my keeper was quiet enough. I'm literally talking about our great fans. A little heartfelt I, moment, and all of a sudden you got to go clickety clack. Don't talk back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, all right. That's the best I, I can come I don't up know with. That is, Elliot. I, you, Elliot, you are my friend, and I mean that sincerely. <laughs> okay. Do yourself a favor. Yeah. Don't wear orange again. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Am I, I mean, wrong, I don't think guys? you're wrong. It I don't think it's not no. very flattering for you. I, I, I don't. Well, think especially it, in this lighting, I'm assuming. In fact, I, I don't think anybody would argue. The three of us will pick up the way. If you need to just go and change that shirt now. All right, I'll tell you what. I'll, I will go ahead and do that. He's, uh, Jimmy, we'll what, come up what, with. He, what you don't know is that after we're done recording, he's auditioning for the role of dad in the Qbert movie that they're shooting. <laughs> <laughs> but good for you doing that on tape. Good yeah. for you. That's oh, tape. yeah. Well, it's easy because it's all it's all against green screen. Get your data entry and your auditions. Get everything done at once today. Let's just, just I, knock it out. I apologize. I had I had a message that I had to respond to now, unfortunately. And, right. and uh, I thought I had a quite enough keyboard and. I can only apologize. I, I can tell you you don't. You don't. Uh, <laughs> Fair I, enough. I can confirm you do not have a quiet right. enough keyboard. I uh, will change my shirt. I'll be right back. All right, go. So I will uh, <laughs> I will uh, finish up being uh, uh, praising our fans and those phone calls. Uh, so I will say to this, Matt, and I don't even know if this is possible with that email poll that you sent out. Can people change their answer? Like if they said they'd rather call into the show, oh boy. can they go back in there and change that? Because I, I'm not going to no. lie to you. It was they were enjoyable. I think people thought they'd be weird and uncomfortable. And maybe that, that maybe individually they would be. But I'm telling you, it was great. They they can't. I don't think you, they can change their poll response. They can. But they can respond to the email they received, which will just come to the podcast at Gmail address if they want to change it. So just just respond to the email, by the way. And I, I'm glad you said that, because I think maybe some people maybe the email went to the spam folder or, or they just haven't seen it. Um, if you have if you're in the Platinum Primo uh if you're in that tier then please uh fill out the poll because there's like there's a i don't remember maybe there's there's like two-thirds of people have responded and maybe there's one third left uh that have not uh filled out the poll it's just a two-question survey saying because what we realized and this was someone else's idea uh, i think uh, christy colleen passed this on to me so i don't know whose idea it was but it was another good idea which was to say hey maybe not everybody wants or or needs or cares about a private phone call but they might enjoy calling into the show on a call-in episode so we decided to add that option so if you're a platinum primo subscriber you can uh have a private zoom chat with jimmy or you can say no i'd rather call into the show and then we'll put you on a list and we're going to be doing a couple of uh call-in episodes uh coming up that will take care of those people and then there's a third choice which is i don't want either of those things and that's totally fine too um i know at least one person 
uh, I know someone personally who is a subscriber at that level who uh, had no interest in a phone call or uh, calling into the show. And I'm just grateful for her support. Uh, but um, that's fair, yeah, too. Yeah, it hurts my feelings. But sorry, uh, I hear what you're getting at. I, I feel uh, like it lets you off the hook a little, though, too. So you should be grateful. I'm going to tell you something. I enjoyed those calls so much that... Uh, uh, do I wish all of these people were doing those calls? No, because there's way too many of them. Yeah. But uh, a nice, uh, uh, controllable amount of people. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I very much enjoyed it. Uh, I, I have a bunch more planned for tomorrow. And cool. um, uh, it's going to be great. So uh, uh, thank you to those, uh, to everybody else. But I will tell you this, all dudes over the weekend. Really? Uh, Not uh, one so, woman. Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't mind a couple of the, uh, you know, I wanted with the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get that guy's sister on the phone? Or on the Zoom? Uh, he was up, sir. Uh, uh, she was in Santa Barbara, and he was up getting his stuff from his uh, college. Gotcha. Uh, he had to uh, go and get his stuff from his uh, apartment up at his college um, because uh, he was on spring break when the quarantine happened, and then he had to go uh, go back up and get the stuff because he's not going back for a while. So mm-hmm. uh, he was doing it there from his uh, very quiet apartment in whatever uh, city that is. I won't uh, reveal that because that's... Uh, it's for a private Zoom call. That's the... Okay, guys. Yeah, that's fair. What stays in Zoom... Wait. No. No. What happens in Zoom <laughs> stays in Zoom. That's the... That's Sta- the stays place. in the room. How about that? Hey. Stays, yeah, what hap- what happens on Zoom stays in the room. <laughs> Fun for all. Uh, just speaking of, of subscriber business, I also want to let everybody know that Mario DiGiorgio is now... Uh, prepping and starting to ship the uh, tier two platinum plus shirts and that's gonna take a fair amount of time to get everybody's shirts out but uh, the process has begun uh, and uh, so just know that your shirts will be on the way I think he thinks it'll take him about a month maybe to fill all those orders because we surprised I mean I'm thrilled that we have so much uh support but it's very nice that everybody uh, wants to support the show and subscribes at that level uh so that just means it's going to take a little more time for everybody to get their shirts uh and we thank you for uh, that support yeah. um and, and then also speaking of merchandise i want to say this that you know i bought i, I ended up and there's a, a link on my website jimmyparto.com i apologize for this commercial but uh here's why i'm doing it uh i i have those jimmy's records and tapes and the uh 2020 hindsight uh, hindsight 2020 tour posters for sale and there's a link at jimmyparto.com for that um those were supposed to sell on the road. Yeah, I don't know. You know what, I, what, you're going to sell plenty of those on tour. I don't know why you're plugging the, the website, Jimmy. What, what's, yeah, what's, you, you, uh, just, you just take them to your shows and then uh, people buy them on the show. Matt, everything's been canceled. Um, I have not been able to do live shows. I know other comedians oh, are willing what? to risk it, but I, I am not. That's not true. No, I, I believe only one club in the country is open at the moment. Um, have you thought about doing a tour of Germany? They seem to be reopening. <laughs> oh, well, no, but there's no international travel, right? Isn't that uh, shut down for the moment? Yeah, there's ways. <laughs> Should we do a None Ever Not Funny live in New Zealand? Are they open? Yeah, they've. Oh, because they have like they have like no new cases. Yeah. yeah, but they don't want us coming there. That's the that'll be that'll ruin everything if an Amer- yeah. if Americans show up. By the way, hey, they, they, they don't they don't want us coming in good times. They don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of reasons they don't want us coming. Yeah, this isn't pandemic related. Right, let me let me just finish this and then we Sorry. can move on with you with your humor. Uh, <laughs> Because I'm stuck, I, 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 I'm stuck is what I almost said, because I have this this inventory of stuff that I was supposed to bring on the road. Uh, I'm going to uh, if you buy two, there's three items for sale. You get uh, there's two different styles of, of pin and the tour poster. Uh, you buy two, get one free. So whatever two things you go to on the website starting uh, this week, 
Whatever two items you buy, whatever the third one is, I, I will throw it in. So you buy two pins, nice. you're getting a poster. You buy a poster, a pin, you're going to get the other pin. So uh, it'll uh, it, th- th- that's how that's going to work. In fact, you know what? Let's just make it easy. Just buy the two pins and then I'll, I'll throw in the poster. That way it doesn't have to be confusing. Um, okay. It's not like not like anybody's keeping inventory but me on this. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not like, uh, you know, somebody needs to uh, keep some spreadsheet and figure it all out. Just hey, I'll Jimmy, know what's happening. What? I, this may be an off-air conversation, but I decided to go to your website. I see yeah. the three things that you've mentioned. They are $10 each. That's a great price. Yes. Um, the window cling is one cent. Is that? It, yeah, it's one cent because uh, that particular site won't let you uh, put something in there for free. Ah, got it. Okay, so good. The, so the window cling, while supplies last, if you order uh, for any, you get one with any order. Nice. Uh, so, yes, it's uh, one cent. So I appreciate you tried to bust my balls on something. Mm-hmm. Orange You fuck, lose again, but, uh, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I got to grab something real quick. Keep, keep talking. All right. Is he going to change his shirt, too? What's happening? Is it I don't know. By the way, Elliot, you look 1,000 times better. One uh, if, if you think I'm, I, I'm not nonetheless disappointed because I picked a green shirt and thought I was going to get to do a bit. You're right. I thought you were going to. I was actually going to bust your balls about coming back with a green uh, shirt uh, when we are yelled at so many times. Oh, the back of my house was just exposed. <laughs> what do you got there, Matt? A little water, a little pandemic water. <laughs> water, water. A little pandemic everywhere. Water. Hey, there, one last thing, and I forgot to mention this a couple of weeks ago, and I always get the name of the show wrong. I've been on a lot of podcasts lately. A lot of uh, uh, I was on with. Um, Brandy Posey on her podcast, and I was on uh, um, with our friend Brendan Smith. I was on his uh, podcast, the Brando Cast, talking about music, and I was on with Brandy talking about thinking that I was on with uh, Why Mommy Drinks uh, about uh, a parenting podcast where uh, the two women talked about parenting, and I, of course, just got in the way. Um, <laughs> and then I was also on one called Shia Spora. Uh, nope, Shy Spora, Shy Spora, Shy Spora, Shy. Shy Sperling. That was it. It was about Cy Sperling. It's a, it's a uh, website uh, all about the men's hair club. And uh, it was the time that I came clean that I'm wearing a wig. Oh, uh, wow. Cause, excellent. Because who wouldn't choose this one? <laughs> if, I, if I bought a wig, wouldn't I have it go to there? Wouldn't I? I, I, actually think, I actually think no. I think this is the right call because oh. nobody would suspect. Nobody would suspect you're wearing a wig if you went a little high. I don't give a shit if they uh, suspect. Uh, if I was to spend that money, I want it here. I would want it. <laughs> Jimmy's first in line for the Rod Blagojevich wig. <laughs> oh my God! Even with that, even gray, even though he, even when he let himself go silver yeah. fox, he looks. He's got a beautiful head of hair. That uh, shy. Anyway, it's spelled C H I A S P O R A, and it's uh, my friend Mark Morgan, and he. Shyaspera. Uh, thank you, uh, Elliot. Say it out loud, please. Shyaspera. Shyaspera, and it's about Chicagoans that have uh, oh. gone on to uh, success. Nice. Uh, but, but they've left Chicago, th- theoretically. But they've left Chicago, theoretically, yes. They've yeah. left Chicago uh, to... Uh, and he's got, you know, uh, uh, Bonnie uh, Hunt, I believe, did an episode, and Joe oh. Mantegna, and uh, me, and I think Guy might have got Garland, and uh, and some other folks, and, and uh, Sam Levine, uh, and then also, like, some people that are not necessarily in show business that he talked to them. Anyway, there was... Uh, had a lot of fun, so look for that, and look for any of any all of my appearances on podcasts don't forget doug loves movies you were on that last week. And I, thank you i was just on doug loves movies and uh admittedly it was the most fun i ever had on that show and i've done that show a lot so uh um it was nice to uh, to do it from the uh i'm you know i'm enjoying doing podcasts uh via zoom I, I can't wait to get back in the studio for our own show yeah 
uh, and 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 all podcasts are better when people are in the same room with each other. Mm-hmm. But uh, if if you can't be, this is the best way to do it now. So, uh, you know, listen to podcasts. Yeah, did I cover everything I wanted to cover? Pins and posters. Did I mention that, guys? Mm-hmm. The, uh-huh. two, the two for uh, buy two get one free. Did I mention that. And the uh, uh, and then uh, the phone calls. Uh, that was the most important thing. And then I also need to talk to Garen Cockerell about something. Here's the thing, guys. We're doing in my house here. We're doing uh, the uh, I think I forget what Oliver's calling it. The quarantine film festival where <laughs> he is keeping track of all the films that we've watched and he's ranking them. Uh, he's putting together a little spreadsheet where. Uh, you know, I remember being that age where, you know, you, you give yourself unnecessary busy work. So it's <laughs> he's listening them and then also putting uh, the Jimmy, movie post. The Jimmy, movie you're still you're still it. doing that. <laughs> yes, but, but I but I do it through a SAG after contract. So they uh, uh, yes. Uh, so he's, he's putting the little movie poster next to the name. And I have not seen his list yet of his rankings, but uh, uh, over the weekend, uh, Garen Cockrell was kind enough to loan us some movies that we asked to uh, uh, The Sure Thing, um, Better Off Dead, there was something else that we asked for. And then Garen threw in a couple of other ones uh, in there. Uh, one called uh, Once Upon a Crime, which is a comedy directed by Eugene Levy hmm. that stars Richard Lewis and John Candy. Uh, we unsealed that so that we could watch it mm-hmm. uh to which my wife asks garen what the fuck are you doing with your money <laughs> why do you buy a C- a dvd that should be a quarter as you're checking out and then like dude you can't pay rent why are you buying shit movies i bought that i don't even know if i bought that one or if it, it may have been sent to me at some point i can't remember then i apologize for my outrage <laughs> <laughs> no, but, i mean yeah, you, I, you, you, dude, you you ha- you have to stop. You, that, you there's that's, no that's that's my because I don't have major major like I don't have a car payment or insurance like that. So my that kind of just is what I I'll grab something cheap if I want to see it or whatever. But you didn't even open it. You didn't know you, have, it, it's unsealed. You know why? Because I have fond memories of that movie for some reason. You can't. I, you can't. That's the thing. I don't I, I don't remember if my memory is accurate. Oh, I can tell you it's not. I can tell because you that. That cast is insane. Uh, as I, I will quote uh, the wonderful Danielle Koenig, uh, cast, uh, a cast this good and we never heard of the movie, this thing's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very loose paraphrase. Uh, and it was, as Danielle put it, she goes, I just was bored. Um, and that's rough for me because Richard Lewis is one of my heroes. And by the way, he's great in it. John Candy's great. The, the little amount of time that Eugene Levy's in, it's great. Like all the performances are fine. There's just isn't, it's not funny. There's, it's not a funny movie. It's a true. So that's why he's a one and done as a director, I guess. I don't think he's directed anything else, has he? I don't blame his direction. I blame the the script sucks. Didn't didn't he write it? I don't believe he wrote it. No. Oh, I thought it was a written and directed. Why don't you look that up, or why don't you why don't you unseal whatever it is next to you and see if uh, uh, <laughs> just grab another keyboard from the side, unseal it, uh, type a little bit, throw it, the o- throw it away. I, the way you rationalize wasting your money. <laughs> We also watched, uh, which, by the way, I believe that's coming in in last place on Oliver's list, and I'm not so sure it's on. Uh, we watched, um, oh, shoot. Garen, what's the name of the uh, the Dana Carvey movie you gave us? Oh, Opportunity Knox. You asshole. <laughs> here's, here's another one he throws into the bag for us. Uh, Opportunity Knox. Again, we unseal it. That's not uh, a funny, a good one either? By the way, these are both really cheap Blu-rays. They're like four or five bucks, I think, so it's not like I was... Drop it in 1999. How dare you, Garen? How dare you? 
as a reminder, Gurner was on the internet asking for money to buy a sandwich. So maybe, <laughs> maybe you don't buy these two DVDs, and you could have had dinner that night. How about that, Sal's Aaron? Last night. What's that? I had fat sows last night. Isn't that the guy from the Entourage that owns that place? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah it was I it's Turtle. I think it's Turtle. I think Turtle owns that place. Yeah. Uh, it, it, here's the thing about Opportunity Knox. It's better than Once Upon a Crime, so it's not in the bottom. Uh, I was never bored during it, but it is. Uh, and Dana Carvey's funny, and there's some funny moments in it. You know, they're con men. Uh, here's what I discovered about con men movies. I like it when it's a short con because then it's just humorous. They do their stupid con where they put on a wig and they fool people. It's when they do the long con and then people get sucked into it emotionally uh, that I then get really tense because even if it's a comedy, at some moment they're going to realize they're being had and that makes me feel bad for them, even if they're well, fake people in a movie. But also makes you anxious. Like, I, feel, I think that's part of why I didn't like Dirty Rotten Scoundrels is because it's just oh, like you're, just, you're waiting. I also think that movie is just kind of annoying, but uh, you're just waiting for it all to collapse and it's just like uh, it's- grading, I think. I agree with you. By the way, you'll have two people over here, Danielle and Oliver, that will disagree with you. They love that movie. I haven't Uh, seen it since I was a kid. I'm kind of with you, Matt. I remember being disappointed. I mean, I was so excited when it came out because, you know, I I love Steve Martin. and love uh, Michael Caine. Of course, I love Michael Caine. Who doesn't? (laughs) How can you not love Michael Caine? Uh, So it just seemed like this. I love that accent. (laughs) It got there at the end, I thought. (laughs) I'll agree with that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> took the, it looked, took the long route, but it, it did arrive. Yeah. At it was it was it was a it was a long con. Oh, we all know we don't enjoy long cons. Yeah, we just said we don't enjoy them. Why would you do it? <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, just so many. Like it's so funny. Like I, I somehow I made it out of the eighties, still loving Steve Martin. But I think maybe seventy percent of his movies were disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Right? There's so many movies that just you stunk. might be able to bump that number up. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I think the only Steve Martin movie that I've ever revisited and still enjoyed was Parenthood. Hmm. Right, That's which isn't cool. it's like an ensemble movie, so it's yeah. bar- it's barely a Steve Martin movie. So so you don't think the jerk holds up? I, I've ne- I've never seen the jerk all the way through. I, I did not like it when I tried to watch it, yeah. and I feel like a horrible person because of it. <laughs> what about um, um what about Roxanne? I know that one was I, b- more oh, critically was well received than a lot of them at the time. It's it's not it's not really a comedy technically. I mean, it was supposed to be. <laughs> it was supposed to. It was supposed well, to. Be. <laughs> but it's a it's a comedy in the way that a Shakespeare comedy is. A it's comedy. a rom com. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I you know when I when I saw the jerk is a you know uh, when I was supposed to you know at the, at the mm. peak of Steve Martin's powers and mm-hmm. you know we I mean we quoted that movie every day we quoted it every day we loved it but then I rewatched it and it uh, it does not hold up. Well, for I me, haven't watched it as an me. adult. I haven't watched it as an adult. But I, as I recall, yeah. it's it's absurd. It's not supposed to make sense. Yeah, I mean, we still right. we still quote the 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 um, uh, the new phone books are here. You know, the, the, not anymore because the phone books don't arrive. But when they, <laughs> right. when they did, we would the new phone books are here. That like it was, you know, we, we every year. Yeah, there's funny stuff in it. I, I by the way, I never saw it as a kid, so I only saw it as an adult, and I, I couldn't really enjoy it. Um, which is I'm, what about? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I, I, I'm bummed out that I never. I don't know why I never went back that far and watch that one because uh, i you know I, I i loved the man with two brains which is probably terrible but oh uh, it's horrible yeah you're right yes i, I wonder if uh, dead men don't wear plaid holds up because oh, i no, really like that <laughs> you think so i i i just remember revisiting these things and and not thinking they were the same as when i was a kid and loved them see I, here's the thing i wonder if my enjoyment of steve martin is more 
about Steve Martin and not necessarily his comedy or his performances. Mm-hmm. Does that make like more of him as Steve Martin? Yeah, you can you like would, him and still think the movies are bad. Like that's definitely yeah. Because I don't, I don't recall ever really being all that influ. Well, I'm not really a comedian anyway, so I don't know that I would be influenced by him. But I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I have the same sort of loyalty to him that a lot of other people do. Yeah. Well, I I don't know. I, I, I think there's also the SNL stuff and his stand-up performances that you can you listen to albums or whatever. You can you can you can love that Steve Martin and still think that he never quite captured the brilliance of that stuff on film in a narrative structure. You know, you know what kind of that that short film the uh, is it called the Forgetful Waiter the Absent-minded Waiter yeah whatever yeah. that's called he captures himself there yeah. Uh, I also think he captured himself with, uh, you know, with the two wild and crazy guys. That's very on brand, Steve Martin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, no, whether you like those guys is, is, you know, that's your decision to make. But I, I thought he captured that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it seems. Go ahead, go ahead, Elliot. It's, I'm sorry. It seem, it's okay. Uh, I was interrupting you. Uh, it seems to me that like what what most of his movies are are they're just they're just like a skeleton for his bits. Right. Like I like L.A. Story. I think it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it does have a through line, but the through line isn't a good story. <laughs> right. But all of the things that I enjoyed, all of the things about Los Angeles and how those and like was it skating in the Guggenheim and, and all that kind of stuff. Like there's a lot of fun stuff in there. If you try to read it like, you know, I don't know, Ghostbusters or what's a what's a what's a better comedy like when Harry met Sally. If you try to read it like that, it's not going to match up to that because yeah, that's not right. I don't think what the intent is for most of these movies. Did you uh, do you remember the name of the restaurant in that uh, in L.A. story? Uh, no, it's my favorite part of the movie is um, it's called it's L apostrophe I.D.O.T. Oh, Lidio. Lodio. 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 The idiot. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I think I think it's I think it's partially a matter of context because he's he's looking at it. He's looking at his movies as an opportunity to to throw his bits out. Yeah, I think L.A. Story was sort of the beginning of him becoming switching over to that like New Yorker slash mm. off Broadway Steve Martin that where he was like sure. writing sort of highbrow stuff, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> whatever you want to call that stuff. Um, and I, I liked it, uh, but but it's it's I think it's it's a step away from what he was doing earlier, which is still just it's your description is is fitting is that he was trying to come up with uh, just a, a platform for his stupidity. Um, and the platform never really I don't know if it was ever quite right. I think I liked all of me a lot and all of yeah. me because of the premise. Back and bowl. Back and bowl. Yeah. <laughs> like the, I think it's a it's like a solid premise. And then it, the premise also allows him to be like. The, the crazy physical goofball that he was on on stage. Is but, that the one with Lily Tomlin? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's also my favorite Lily Tomlin movie. Yeah, uh, and, and Terry I like Gar- Nine to Five. But isn't, it's uh, isn't Terry Gar in it too? Am I crazy? Wasn't she in everything during that little window Probably. of time? <laughs> what? Uh, hey, Matt, I know we talked about opening up mail here, but uh, yeah. I don't know if we're going to have time for that. Why don't we uh, hold both of them until the next uh, okay. episode? I, I didn't know we were going to get into this uh, Slam Steve Martin fest. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're all saying we love him. It's just disappointing. A lot of comedians never really, f- I feel like that uh, about a lot of guys uh, where they, they never quite figure out how to translate what what's so what they're best at uh, as performers on stage as comedians or sketch performers they never really figure out how to like adapt that to a film and a lot of it is because it's much harder to write a good movie 
mm-hmm. regardless of whether it's the right fit for that performer anyway. You know, it's funny you said, because going back to that piece of junk that Garen forced into my, uh, <laughs> my house, uh, Once Upon a Crime, I was impressed on how much Richard Lewis is manages to be Richard Lewis mm-hmm. in a character. And uh, he's very much Richard Lewis, you know, uh, yeah. with the, uh, you know, his manicness and the way. Uh, uh, but, but and I, you know, again, he's one of my heroes. Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody like he found it and nobody gives a shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. where Steve Martin never found it and everybody cares. Everybody yeah. wants yep. to go see him. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did he do? Steve Martin, uh, Garen, run it, run it down. I, I uh, since we're doing this. By the way, our, our guest is here to see now. Uh, all right. Well, let's do that then. Let's not run it down. Let's uh, uh, let's run down a dream. Let's uh, let's Tom Petty this thing and yeah. um, uh, neener, neener, neener. the neener 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 neener. No. That Before is the, we go to break, can I the riff. Tell you, we played uh, uh, with another family, Matt. And I apologize. We cheated on you a little bit. Oh we, no! We, we did some Jackbox with. Uh, uh oliver's friend clementine and her family and mm-hmm. we did quiplash and one of the ones uh you know quiplash is you know the you, as we know from our live show you they give you the setup and you have to give the the end the setup was uh uh beer beer is to liquor blank 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 it wasn't is to beer wait what is it Matt, uh, oliver Okay, that was it. You know the classic phrase, beer before liquor. And I wrote, <laughs> I'm fucking still laughing like I'm an idiot. Kick him in the dicker. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I couldn't stop laughing at how stupid it was that I wrote it down with two children playing. And, uh, but it opened the floodgates for then everybody to make dick jokes for the rest of the uh, It opened the... Uh, you know the classic phrase, beer before liquor, kick him in the dicker. God damn it, it made me laugh. <laughs> what a child. Um, here's another one that a Jimmy Pardo did that you yeah, have very off brand. Uh, that, that's, that one's actually on that's brand. Not, that's not silly. off brand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this one is. Uh, you know the part of uh, Quiplash where they give you the. Uh, oh shit, I never know the, the right. Is it anagrams where you get the initials? Yeah. Uh, uh, and, uh, acronym. Uh, acronym. Acronym. Like FBI, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, this one was, you know what? Let's just do it here. Uh, uh, UBM. UBM. What do you guys got? Ultimate you bowel movement. That's what I wrote, Garrett. Ultimate wow. bowel movement. <laughs> nice. And, and it was like so, uh, that, now that's that entirely off brand for me. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy yeah. for Jimmy. Parker. The word bowel is a. Uh... It's not one of your words. Uh, what, now, what do you guys have that uh, I no. thought Matt was reaching to? Rip, no, I was. Then, once he said that, we don't need to keep going with this. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's it's never going to. Once again, Garen's instincts suck by just yelling it out. God damn it, Garen. You know <laughs> you when else? Really asked me for You know when your, uh, your instincts also sucked is when you put those two movies into that bag and you forced my family to watch them. I can only. I thought it was good business. Just based on the casts and Oliver's uh, you, love of Master of Disguise, you're not wrong. You're uh, on paper; those should have been great. You know what we did? We visited uh, was uh, matinee. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. You the talked John about Gunn that last movie? week, I think. Oh, I did. All right. Well, that holds up. It's good. All right. Uh, Janet Varney is here. I've just been told she's in the waiting room. That's a Zoom uh, phrase uh, that we've come to to learn. Waiting room. Hmm. We've never had one of those. It might I catch think. on in the uh, real world when we go back out there. 
Please, please wait in the Zoom waiting room. <laughs> oh, you know what? Let's brand our waiting room for when the guest shows up. And, yeah. and the Zoom waiting room in our place is that chair by the door. So. Yep. But we could we could construct a big like chamber that like sprays people <laughs> because like when when people come back, we're gonna have to still worry about this virus. So I say we yeah. just get a big clear cylinder that they have to step into, and then it just sprays them with Lysol for thirty seconds. Love it. And then they come out and they're ready to do the show. Uh, to your point, Matt, when we do come back, obviously we're going to be checking for uh, uh, fevers. We're going to be taking temperatures before they walk into the door Mm -hmm. and we'll supply plenty of uh, hand sanitizer. I like how that's everybody's way of work. Hey, we're reopening. We're doing everything right. We're checking for a fever when they walk in. We got hand sanitizer ready for people. Yeah. Okay. That guy could still cough and then you're fucking done. But enter, 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 enter. All right, Janet Varney coming back, coming up right after this. Uh, listen, this is you. You know this, uh, Belknap and and Hochberg and myself. We love the Factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the Factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, "Hey, this is good stuff." Once you Factor, you can't go back there. Yeah, it's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it, you'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, in the imagine, sixteen years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, oh, yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't. I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on? With we're here to together. talk about factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. You know, they got all, this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wallet missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earnings there if you got a last-minute gift for a loved one, an unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on... Uh, uh, social media, by the way, people saying, "Oh, I had to spend the night at the at the pet vet." Yeah, people like using the phrase "pet vet," even though "vet" covers pet. I mean, what other? Are you, are you at the wild animal vet? Yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people. I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun? It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, that's a good point. Yeah, why are they? Yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their? Very you know, serious issue. You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, this is here's the important thing. 
earn-in is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good, I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn-in jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn-in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah, it's but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. They, I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, the, these are people that, uh, you, you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. and They're, then, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone. Exactly these right. are not professional these broadcasters. Like we are. Yeah, they, they, they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. <laughs> uh, hey, download Earning Today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who said to you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max c earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolved bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now hey everybody welcome back to the program episode 26 uh, 12 is i think where we landed uh what everybody told me was the correct answer uh we are joined she came out of the zoom waiting room and she uh, went immediately uh into the alps or wherever she is she's a uh, fresh off doing a uh she was doing a national tour of uh uh, the Sound of Music, and she was able to take some of the set home with her, and we're thrilled that she's joining us. Uh, hi, Janet Varney. Hi. Yes, I took home mountains, Jimmy. <laughs> Janet, I don't know this about you, because uh, you actually would be a very good, I don't know the characters' names, because I never really dug that movie or show. Uh, Probably the, Maria. Maria. Uh, like, how the, do I solve the, a problem? Well, that's the... Uh, that's a different show, isn't that's it? That's a different show. How do you solve a problem no, like that? No, that's, that's correct. That's from, sound of, that's from Sound of Music. Yeah, you're thinking, I, I know what you're getting at, Garen. You think that it's a West Side Story reference, and it's yeah. not. <laughs> Wait a minute. I was not alone in that. I don't what? need to be shuffled into no, the corner. You, 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 made, you, you know what? You made me second uh, double clutch. It made me look stupid, so I'm not going to let that stand. Not on my show. I would have uh, lost a trivia game based on that question, because I, I was 100% positive it was. Yeah. The song I know in, you're. I know you're not story. the first person. I know you're not. Yeah. To God, be very again, very wrong. Again, very very wrong. But you're not the first person yeah. to be a, that wrong. Which a, <laughs> a terrible gay. Terrible gay. The worst. Uh, but uh, Janet, do you sing? I, I, I do. you have a good singing voice? Have we talked about this in the past? Is that something you could bring to the table if they wanted you to be part of some sort of a, an event? I mean, if they wanted me to be part of a sound of music. I hope I wouldn't have shown up if I couldn't sing at all. That feels like a huge error on my part. Um, but yeah, I can sing. Jimmy, I can sing. I, I listen, this is uncomfortable for me. I don't like to talk about what a great singer I am. And people ask me to talk about how great I am all the time. And also, but I am inside of our friendship, inside of the pocket of our friendship, I am uncomfortable that you don't know that I know how to sing because I'm fairly certain yeah. like I've probably sung on a show. You understand that on. we're going through a pandemic and maybe my brain is fucking mush right now and I don't remember everything. Don't blame me. Blame our president. Go ahead. You're saying <laughs> I have a wonderful voice uh, oh, okay. and, and I love our president. I think he's doing a great job. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, so wait, are those... and, and one of those things was true. Yeah, I was say, <laughs> you're, you're mixing the fiction with the reality all of a sudden. I was going to say, Jimmy, you must have seen. Uh, how could you forget Fempire? 
<laughs> Anybody? Anyone? Vampire? I'll tell you. I'll tell you how by forgetting it. That's how you forget it. Janet, do you remember Vampire? <laughs> I was I greeted with do. silence on that. I definitely do. Well, I was waiting for Jimmy to say, "Of course I don't." <laughs> was that your all-female version of the Queensrÿche tribute album uh, for uh, of Empire? Was that you're, was you're that not was? that far off. You're not that. Far <laughs> I assume off. this is Vampire in uh, in nature. Uh, no, it was it was uh, it was a uh, Kit Pongetti and I had a. Uh, musical duo, lady duo that was um, precipitated by Jason Nash asking us to do a show at the uh, M Bar probably 14 or 15 years ago called Hot Bitches of Comedy. <laughs> and in response to being asked to be a part of that show, we said yes, but we then did a sort of a spoof on the idea of like, yeah, feminism is taking back terms like hot bitches of comedy when a guy programs you and names the show for you. <laughs> so it was like a Meredith Brooks, like I'm a bitch. I'm a, that sort of like, yeah. And then we sort of, and then it kind of evolved into like, as if heart were like hardcore misinformed feminists. That's sort of <laughs> what it began. Is yeah. there footage of this on the World Wide Web, Jen? There, I think there probably is like at least one crummy video. <laughs> I'm going to look for it and enjoy it. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I'm also going to look for uh, Jason Nash's email so I could tell him how fucking dumb he was with that name. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> What a swing and a miss. Why didn't anybody tell him not to? I don't know. Right? It's like Michael Jordan with that Hitler mustache in that commercial. <laughs> nobody nobody on set told you don't do that? Nobody said, you know what, maybe that's not the right call. I did a commercial with Michael Jordan, and you're not allowed to tell him anything unless he talks to you first. Oh, Wait. you're kidding me. That was what, that was the, that I was told, like, he's wow. very nice. Please don't make eye contact with him or talk to him unless he initiates. Because that's how nice people are. Sure. <laughs> what commercial? I don't remember this, Jan. What commercial did you do? Jim, it was a commercial for Hanes. I was pants. not seen in Hanes. I don't believe Michael Jordan was either. Uh, it was actually a series of commercials. They probably aired once, uh, and I played an airline stewardess. And I don't know Wait. the context of why Hanes would be a part of that. Hanes was, was the, the that's, mustache, wasn't that? The, that's when he had the Hitler mustache, yeah. Uh, on, an, on an airplane. Yeah, that, that you yeah. were in the Hitler mustache ad, I think. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> no one, wow. Who's going to remember me if you had a Hitler mustache? That's yeah. all that uh. anybody's going to think about afterwards. Did you guys, uh, I know we talked about it last week with uh, with John, did did you guys end up watching this, uh, The Last Dance yet, Matt, or did you jump into this? I, I still haven't finished it, but yeah, I'm, I enjoyed it. I watching. have to talk to somebody about it because I, uh, uh, I have strong opinions on some things that I need to... Uh, right. Talk. Uh, I, I'm willing to do it publicly, but uh, but also uh, privately. Okay, I'll, uh, I'll I'll touch base with you when I finish it. Um, but I know that there was, you know, Ken Burns kind of took a swipe at it because it was produced by Michael Jordan's production company, and so there's the whole question of like, you can't you can't really make a in Ken Burns's mind a real documentary. You can't do real journalism if you are if there's a conflict of interest where the the people making it don't want to. Of a look into the eyes of the person who's paying for it, right. <laughs> according to Janet's. I think take. I'm pretty sure. Ken, well, in, and I think the Civil War's production company had reached out to Ken Burns <laughs> yeah. about doing that documentary, and yeah. he was like, mm -hmm, he "My guy, do it down. independently." Yeah, that's right. No, thank you. Uh, do you think Ken Burns was just mad that nobody had his haircut in uh, the Michael Jordan thing at all? Uh, I think he I was mad that there weren't more cross dissolves. <laughs> it's. Uh, is it riddled I, with them? I want you guys to say, I, 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 I need somebody I, in my life to have seen it so I could talk about I'm it. I'm curious because, as to what you're upset about. Uh, I'm not upset about anything. I just have a strong take on something that I think is uh, 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 kind of goes hand in hand with the 
Janet being told, don't look at him oh, okay. sort of thing. Like it's, uh, and that kind of, the Ken Burns thing kind of plays into this too. Like, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, so every, yeah. yeah, there's a sort of a, a selective depiction of this guy. I mean, I haven't gotten to the part where he did, do they talk about how he punched Steve Kerr in the face in practice? Yeah. Oh, they do talk about it. Okay. That's good. I, 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 I will, also, I will also contradict Ken Burns. I think they, they, they show a lot. Yeah. They show a lot of the warts, but uh, yeah. I think they could have shown more. And of course, as we talked last week, they show it, uh, as many ill-fitting suits as a millionaire <laughs> can own. They show it to you. Would you say that the warts that they show are public knowledge already? Yes. So they're not really deep diving into what is Michael Jordan. Right. Now, that said, I enjoyed all 10 episodes. I thought it was terrific. Wow. And I am not the big Jordan fan. I'm not a big Bulls fan. I'm not a big basketball fan. I don't like uh, the world. So for me to like anything like uh, I enjoyed it very much. I think uh, I have to watch it. one thing that uh, was funny is like that the beginning they're like, in 1997, the Bulls gave unprecedented access to a camera crew. And then all you really see that wasn't just on the news is just like them walking into a locker room for three seconds. And be like, hey, guys, what's up? And then it just cuts away. I'm like, wow, I'm really glad I got to see that moment. That was special. You will see that over 10 hours. You will see oh, the boy. unprecedented. Uh, you'll get to see people avoiding. Now that we know this, we'll get to see people sitting in a room with him, uh, not uh, not making eye contact. Yeah. Okay. Uh, nobody it, treats my Stevie Kerr that way, but nobody. <laughs> yeah. Steve Kerr, by the way, is the best thing about the the entire. Uh, this won't surprise nobody. The, the best thing about it, although everybody's everybody's great. Everybody's yeah. great. It's, uh, but it, it it very much has a. You remember, uh, remember that sketch that. Uh, SNL used to do about little Elvis with Nicolas Cage and Tiny E. Uh, yeah, Tiny, Tiny E. You got that right, Tiny E. That's right, E. Like them all kids. It's 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 got a lot of that going on. Sure. Man. Yeah. It's a lot. Hey MJ. Hey, what do you what do you think about that, MJ? People scared to, even on his own team. Like, what? right, right, Mike. That's what Mike said. There's a lot of that. Well, and then just somebody mopping up urine behind everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too, buddy. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, squirt. Yeah. Michael Jordan uh, cut one of his best friends, Charles Barkley, out of his life for publicly criticizing the Charlotte Bobcats, a.k.a. Or now they're called the, the Hornets. But at the oh. time, I think, you know, he owns the, the Charlotte Bob, uh, Hornets, Bobcats. And uh, and Charles Barkley's job is, is to talk, uh, give his opinion on things about the NBA on television. And he was like, yeah, I think he's doing a terrible job. Michael Jordan's like, we're done. No, no longer friends. He doesn't need that kind of toxic energy <laughs> in his life. He probably burned some sage yeah. and got all that bad out of Good there. Good call. Good call. Janet, did you know when you say you weren't allowed to look at him or be anywhere near unless he spoke to you, did he ever speak to you? Right away. <laughs> <laughs> Almost immediately. Yeah, there was really no, there was no like uh, waiting period where I was twiddling my thumbs wondering like, I wonder, will he or won't he? Uh, <laughs> He was very nice. He was he was totally nice. Oh, that's good. Uh, but I wasn't like hanging out. It wasn't like cut. And then MJ and I just sat in director's chairs together, like <laughs> playing tic-tac-toe. I don't know. I don't maybe it's possible. No one plays tic-tac-toe on a set or anywhere. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure like he went off into um, probably like a, you know, giant motor home. And then I went and like sat in someone's cramped bathroom because I think it was someone's house that we had to. Yeah, it was great. Uh, the, MJ. Uh, Here's a piece of uh, trivia that, uh, you know, I was also in a commercial with Michael Jordan um, oh, for what? E-Trade or. Wait, is those... this true? Yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> and uh, but I was not. It, it was uh, Michael. It was Michael. Jordan. It was a series of commercials for some uh, investment thing. And I was the Mater D at a restaurant where Michael called to make reservations. 
Uh, so I did not shoot anything with Michael Jordan. I never <laughs> saw Michael Jordan. Um, I didn't see anybody except for the other actor who was a very famous character actor who has since passed away, but I forget his name. Uh, it was the two, he was playing Michael Jordan's manager. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was uh, him and then Michael Jordan on the phone complaining to me. Uh, and uh, that particular commercial never aired. <laughs> Keep the streak alive. Yeah. Jimmy gets That's cut. right. <laughs> Can't have any success. God forbid I get on television. <laughs> uh, I, am, I am looking at the series of those commercials, and Janet... Uh, that's a pretty good cast of all the other people. Like the the other steward is, is an actor I recognize. Yeah, uh, there was that's a. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was I was gonna say that. I thought maybe that one of the guys was Peter or something who was in like all of, uh, oh, that one George Miller George Miller movies. There's one. There's an actor in there who is in like every. I want to say George Miller, right? George Miller directed a ton of movies. Talk, is that, is that um, the Mad Max right? guy? Maybe. So, so I will say that I recognize one guy from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, who's the uh, the boss at the law firm, okay. the guy, the guy in the cowboy clothes. Yeah, uh, Daryl Whitefeather. Yeah, there that that character. And then um, who's I that never, actor? Do you know anyone? I could, I have to look it up. Mm -hmm. um, okay. I don't. There's there's a guy who I recognize, and I can't pull his name. Uh, who's like the, I guess the main guy that Jordan has to interact with the whole time. I got to tell you, Elliot, I remember absolutely nothing other than what I told you about the commercial. Fair enough. So, but <laughs> I do right. remember sitting again in like on a couch with those guys and certainly not MJ. Um, but I really think, yeah, now, now no one wants this, but I'm just wondering if it's this one guy. Yeah. George Miller. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Let's see if there's a guy named Peter. This is fun, right? <laughs> it's not unfun. I'm looking up the name of the guy. Uh, Peter Gardner. Pete Gardner. Oh, that's the very... Oh, wait. Pete Gardner? Oh, wait. Pete Gardner was in the commercial? Yeah, he's the guy that sits oh, across the Oh, that's funny. No, I know aisle. Pete. Yeah. I definitely know Pete. I had no memory of him being Yeah, he's an improv guy, yeah. right? I'm thinking of a, a guy with white hair who sort of like turns up in like all of the... Um, uh, like every every good sort of Deadwood, I guarantee you he was on Deadwood. Like he he definitely turns up in any kind of like cool Western that's like got a little bad. <laughs> yeah. uh, Pete, what's it? What's it, What's his name? I, I you just said it. Pete Gardner. Pete Gardner. Pete Gardner, Pete Gardner is funny in everything he's in. He's yeah. He's, uh, yeah. He's great. He was on Workaholics. He, he's he's one of these. He's a journeyman. He's a he's a working actor, and whenever he gets a gig, he's funny in it. He's really yes. good. Is yes, he the guy I that I thought was Mark Duplass? Yeah. Oh, really? I don't they don't know. look like each other. As long as it wasn't a. There might be because I just I just saw that commercial when you were talking about it because I was trying to see if I could find it, and I was like, "Is that Mark Duplass?" But it it wasn't. He's the guy that shows him his underwear. I don't know if that's the same guy though. Uh, Tom and then all Tom Cruise and Risky Business. Yep, you got it. <laughs> uh, there's another there's another actor who has a, a role similar to yours. He played a a, a, stew, a steward. Or mm -hmm. whatever you call it, a, a, a Tim Bagley. Oh yeah, familiar? I know Tim too. We know Tim. Boy, I do not remember those two people being in that commercial. They I may not have been in the same scene with you. Is was yeah, possible? Yeah, could be. About, you know, when I was on the set with my MJ, you know, <laughs> I, maybe maybe they took it very seriously, and I, you can't look or talk to him. He didn't even show up at the set that day. That's how much <laughs> he wouldn't let people look or talk yeah. to him when I did it. Um, Hey, speaking of television programs that uh, just came up, because you mentioned Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, it made me think of this. Uh, way too many people have suggested that I watch Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Yeah. And um, so we finally, you know, as a family, we were told it was family friendly. And we watched the pilot 
And the uh, the pilot is as annoying as uh, you think the the show would be from the uh, uh, from the trailer. And uh, we st- but we all agreed. Hey, we like musicals. We like uh, you know uh, uh, there was something else that we liked, a love story and so on. And uh, we like Peter Gallagher. Uh, so then we said, let's watch episode two. And episode two is a thousand times better than episode one. Mm. And uh, so I think we're all in on this show. Oh, cool. Oh, great. That's not where yeah. I thought it was going. That is it, not at all where yeah. I thought it was yeah. going. I will tell you, it's got, it, if you hate musicals or if you hate the kind of musicals where people just break out into song for no reason, you'll hate it. <laughs> okay. But we enjoyed it. We're, uh, we're, uh, yeah. we're in on it. Elise keeps telling me we should watch it because she's heard a lot of good things. And, um, I, I, it's so weird. Like I like crazy ex-girlfriend so much. I'm almost like, I don't want to watch another TV musical. Like, I don't, I don't want anyone to try to like take that crown in my mind from, from that show. But, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to give it a chance. You know what I'm like watching? It. I'm watching Belgravia. Anyone? Danielle. <laughs> no, no. Oh, yeah? What's, what's, don't even know what that Belgravia. is. It's insane. It's, uh, it's, it's from the guy who made Downton Abbey. And it's uh, it's very oh, yeah. Downton Abbey-ish, uh, although it takes yeah. place like, uh, you know, 70 years prior, probably. It's in the mid-1800s. Uh, it's sure. just like a trashy soap opera, but with like all the like frilly, highbrow like stuff of a period piece. So it's like my of favorite Of Downton thing. Abbey. It's exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah which highbrow, I, trashy. Yeah. I love that. I love, yeah, it's just like every episode is just like, oh, he's my child. And it's just like so insanely soapy, but, but it's very like dressed up in a, in a, like a highbrow way. So yeah, it's, it's addictive. Uh, I uh, started watching the new Charmed show. I don't know if you guys have seen that on the CW. Wait, there's a new Charmed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've Charmed reboot. Have not seen it. Oh, with the new cast I, ads for it. Why haven't you seen it, Janet? Because you're an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the uh, the original Charmed. I wouldn't want to start. Like I wouldn't want to jump in midstream. I would need, of course, revisit right, all of course. the previous seasons of Charmed. Of course. <laughs> hey, Janet. Before you got here, we were talking about our favorite Steve Martin movies. Uh, mm. Do you have one? <laughs> uh, I have several. You have I mean, several. It's, yeah, it's a tough for me. It's very. It's tough to choose between uh, like the Man with Two Brains and. Um, all of me and LA story. Those are three big favorites oh. of mine. And you think they all hold up? I don't know. Our worries. I think so. Them. I feel like I watched all of me and listen, yes, there's some, I mean, there's a character in it that is <laughs> around the corner from, uh, Mickey Rourke in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Mickey Rourke. <laughs> oh, please. Imagine. Someone turn that into wow. a movie. Please. I want to see Mickey Rourke in that oh, role. Oh, oh Mickey Rourke. Oh, wonderful. Wow. What a thought. I want oh, it to be the Mickey Rourke from Iron Man 2 in Breakfast at Tiffany's <laughs> with those electric whips. No, no, <laughs> anyway, there's some there's definitely some sort of like, ooh, I don't yeah. know about that character. Yeah, isn't but, there like a schwami type uh, yeah, in, uh, yeah. yeah, who like is fascinated with the sound of a toilet flushing? That's not good. No. But the dynamic of Steve Martin and Lily Tomlin interacting and also yeah. her ostensibly being inside his body. Oh, it's great. Really great. Yes. It's Agreed. Such, it's great. And it's got a lot of heart. And that is usually what you say when you're condescending something you don't like, but <laughs> it genuinely is like very moving to me. Yeah, I'll agree. That, yeah. that that's one that uh, that I uh, think holds up. I think that a lot of the other Steve Martin ones do not. Is, what's uh, what, and what what what's one that? What did other people say? Well, we we did. Um, I I loved the man with two brains as a kid too, and I just I was yeah. trying to imagine if I watched. I it watched now. it again recently. Oh yeah, and yeah. How, how'd that yeah. go? I think I it's really funny. Okay, <laughs> I still think it's really really funny. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna well, David Warner, brilliant. 
All the jokes to me, they're still funny. I don't know. I'm writing like, it I down, Janet. I don't know if I, I listen. You know how it is when you see something and you you love it so much that you can't unsee it from when you were young, right. and so mm-hmm. you, it's really hard. I don't think I can I can remove myself like I can with something like Sixteen Candles, where I do understand why people younger than me are appalled by that movie. I can yeah. I understand that. But man with two brains, oh, I don't know. I still think it's really great. Kathleen Turner is fantastic. It's mm. really funny. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I what about Clue? What are your thoughts on Clue? <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's stick with Steve Martin first. Everything else. Because I, Steve I, I, here's, the, Clue. <laughs> here's the reason. Because I have the same feeling about Clue that you do about Man with Two Brains. And I thought for sure that Jimmy and Oliver would be over the moon and love it. And mm. they both hated it. So that's why I ask. Oh, I didn't, I didn't hate it, Garen. I hated it. <laughs> you know why I hated it, Gary? Because it's A, not funny, and B, boring. Nonsense. You know, I don't think you've seen it. I think you uh, were in a, a conversation once and you wanted to fuck a guy who liked that movie and you agreed. To... <laughs> well, oh, yeah, I did see it, John. I thought it was great. That's what I think happened. And then you, uh, your memory doesn't... Uh, I know there's I know there's three different endings. Maybe there's three different middles and three different beginnings. Also, you just, you just saw a different movie. Uh, that's a good joke. Oh, good joke. I'd like to hear that joke with two different endings. I've only got the one. Uh, that's why you did it. It's a solid joke, and uh, uh, and we were glad to hear it. Good, good <laughs> sentence, Jim. Uh, Janet Varney is here now. Janet, what we do on these uh, episodes uh, is we uh, play a, tr- a round of trivia. Right. Uh, where I will give you a, uh, a the subject matter, not unlike Final Jeopardy, and I will give you the. Uh, a, 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 now you're at a little bit of a disadvantage, Janet, because last week I told everybody that, that this week's category would be pop culture. Mm-hmm. So it's pop culture. Okay. Wow. Oh, she's right up with us. Yeah. You well, caught. Hang up. on. Hang on. Let me catch up. <laughs> I'm out of breath, but I'm so with good? you. So unfair. So. so unfair that so. she has to. Well, I'm also the air is thinner up in the Alps, so that's <laughs> yeah. another reason why I'm out of breath. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Janet, walk us through that background. Is that did you hang that for like uh, for acoustical purposes? Uh, yeah, it's a combination of acoustics, and I have a lot of very fun, weird, vintage prints that are the dresses that are hanging behind this, and they're very distracting. I don't need them to s- steal the scenes. At least something <laughs> as majestic as the Alps. If that's going to steal the scenery, allow it. <laughs> I've never petted it before. Well, this is very fun. It, uh, are yeah. those the Alps, by the way? I just uh, said that early on, or is it just a generic mountain? I think it might be the Alps. Is, is, are there little right. people down there at the bottom? I don't think so. I think Look that's your, just like... Yeah, it looks like little people right there. Like right where you're touching right now, it looks like it could be little Tops of people. trees. There are okay. treetops. Tree okay. That, that, that tracks. There you go. Uh, yes. that, makes, fun, huh? that makes more sense. Uh, <laughs> Now I'm beginning to think that though that might be the Smoky Mountains. <laughs> oh, you see Dolly in there? Dolly Parton in there? Look for that old cabin. <laughs> Matt, I don't Ever know. Ever tried to do a Dolly Parton impression? Never will again. <laughs> oh, is that what you were doing? <laughs> I think it was. I don't know. Yeah. That's actually I think it was. That's on the right. That's on that, the right. That, track, yeah, that's that. You have to get that good Dolly giggle in there, which I can't totally remember. Like <laughs> <laughs> you're you're so dirty. I love it. That's what hey, they should say, right? There it is. That's closer. That's closer. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. get there. The uh, I don't know if you guys saw this on Twitter. Uh, somebody posted it recently, like, um, you know, what's your most mundane celebrity encounter? 
Yeah. Um, and one of them was somebody said that they, I don't, and I don't think this falls under the category of mundane, but it was, uh, they saw, uh, somebody saw somebody, uh, somebody saw Dolly Parton outside of the airport. I'm paraphrasing this, mangling it, uh, outside of the airport, yelling at a limo driver. And everybody came to her that defense. Who, like everybody was like, that doesn't sound like the Dolly I know. Like everybody was saying, there's no way that that happened. Uh, and I agree with everything that I heard about from the, the Conan, people like Conan O'Brien, because she used to be on the show quite a bit, I guess, in New York, was that she's the kindest, nicest person and nobody could ever imagine her yelling. And I couldn't imagine her yelling either. Like the voice just doesn't even allow it. Yeah. Right. Maybe it's just loud. And she was like, I really appreciate the ride. <laughs> oh, stop yelling at people, Dolly. Yeah. yeah. Also, maybe maybe he did something terrible and she had that? every right to yell at him. That's a yeah. good point. I'll go along I, with that. I mean, I saw the I saw the thing about uh, about Dolly Parton and her life. I don't know if it was like a or maybe I listened. I was listening to it. Maybe it was a podcast about her. And I, I don't know whether I could see her yelling or not, but she's definitely not someone to back down. No, yeah. no, I agree with that. Very strong lady. Yeah. Are you listening Who to Dolly Parton's America? I believe so. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that podcast series. It's great. I don't think I finished it yet, but I I, I listened to like four episodes. Well, or something. why haven't you? No. <laughs> Again, another reason to yell. That's all. When you talk about not bad, Dolly not backing down, I will tell you this. She did not appear at the M bar on the hot pitches of comedy. She said, <laughs> yeah, no, thank I you. Yeah. May we all learn a little something from Dolly. Was it called? Was it, uh, did I get that right? Is it called the hot pitches of comedy? Is that what mm -hmm. that? Yeah. Yeah, for sure it was. <laughs> <laughs> I see you haven't asked who else was on that show, but I'll tell you, it was a lot of hot bitches of comedy. I would imagine. I didn't ask because I didn't want to be uh, disrespectful. Like, I'm just trying to be a dude trying to figure out who other hot babes were on this yeah, thing. Yeah, fair, fair. But since you brought it up, who else was Andrew, on the program? Andrea Savage. Of course. Probably Natasha Leggero. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> probably, <laughs> yeah. All I, now, right now, all I can remember is Andrea because she was right before, she wound up right before us. But yeah, there were, it was, you know. So there was a rotating cast. It wasn't all the same people each time. I think it was a one-off. Oh, so it was, oh, okay. Well, then that, that proves that it, maybe the name was a bad idea. Well, Wait, we so openly berated him on stage for <laughs> our particular act. Like we said, we, the only reason that we're here is that we felt like we needed to write a, a parody song about what a terrible idea it was for a man to name a show this. Was he on the Fantastic. show too? I think he might have hosted it. He hosts the hot bitches. <laughs> what a weird so. freaking... <laughs> He's been going through a tough time since Vine went out of business. This was 15 <laughs> I think he's years doing ago. Just fine. I think he's like a big YouTube star now, and I'm not kidding yeah, because he is. Right, he's partnered up with some young. Uh, he's uh, in the David Dobrik uh, posse, right. who is very famous. I'm told. <laughs> I know. That's Children the, tell me that he's very famous. <laughs> two worlds that never beat. Yeah. So Dobrik. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. can't even find a, a listing for that show. By the way. You can't find a, an old flyer for the hot bitches of comedy. This no. was before those things were advertised on the internet. I think <laughs> you, yeah. just, you just had to go to true. go to the M bar and uh, hope there was a show. Or is there a chance, Matt Belknap, that you were there and reviewed it for a special thing.com? Very possible. Very possible. Boy, oh boy. I'd like to know what pants you wore. I know you. Uh, <laughs> it was probably those green cargo pantsers. Almost as comfortable as pajamas, Jimmy. <laughs> I, this is a joke that will never get old for me. I love it. This is not a, like a Steve Martin movie. This thing holds up. Uh, that joke is uh, the back go. and forth is wonderful. It's a wonderful. Um, all right, Garen. Oh, let me read the question. So yeah. everybody uh, write your. Everybody uh, bid, did everybody bid their points? No, oh, no, I'm sorry. So you said it's pop culture? Pop culture. Is I did say it's pop culture, uh, Elliot. Yeah, pop culture me. means like current pop culture, huh? You know what? Here's the other. That's going to be a problem for me. I have more information than you guys. So I bet I have to share this with you so it doesn't seem like I get. Uh, 
help. It is pop culture arrow to the uh, to the real world. So pop culture as it relates to the real world, I guess. So the television show, the real world or <laughs> just no. the actual real world. I think the actual world that we live in and pop culture and how it. Okay. Uh, you mean the simulation? Okay. Listen, I know we're trying to get through this bit and everyone wants it to be over, but Jimmy, I just want to quickly say, if no one has already said this, when you, because of the way cameras work, when you pulled out your glasses, it almost looked like you're going to put on a giant pair of prop glasses because they were so big as you, un- yeah. <laughs> you look like the Six Flags guy. <laughs> I'm so glad I said something. I am yeah, that is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they're just regular size, guys. Yeah. There they are. That's like uh <laughs> That is really wonderful. Great. That would make a great avatar. Oh, objects that are bigger than they're supposed to be are still funny, with, guys. <laughs> it doesn't work with the pen though. Like it's like uh, you don't you don't go always oh, got a giant pen, you just go always oh, got a pen. Yeah. But with these, oh, you're not, it's perfect. Yeah, totally works. See if I do it. Because it also pulls your eyes closer together when you hold yeah. it up like that. It so works, it, yeah. You look so really cute. Weird. What are you, little cutie? <laughs> oh. Try to get the line it up right. Very satisfying. <laughs> that's all. Do yours, Garen. Mm-hmm. No, they just, yours just look like glasses. No, that's you know why? Because they're a little bit oversized anyway. Ah, uh, you got the bigger glasses to begin with, and that makes sense. Uh, so... Uh, here we go. Pop culture to the real world. Pop right. culture to the I've real world. I've written down my bet. Everybody wrote down their bets. Oh, um, I'm supposed to have a pencil? I'm going to okay. go with uh, that. I'm going to go with that. Let me get this giant. No, it doesn't work with a pencil. Yeah. No. It... I just have to write it on my phone. Do you think it would work That's with okay. a pencil if it didn't work with a pen? <laughs> yeah, it depends on the size of the pencil. Come on. That's fair. That's a fair joke from Gary <laughs> Cockrell, Elliot. just did it. Um, How's my glass? Oh my god, it's gigantic! Oh! <laughs> uh, all right, everybody's got their bet in. Yeah, yeah. I right, do not yell out your answer until I ask for it. I say that for Janet's uh, benefit. You guys know how this works. Uh, this is a, this question, by the way, is written on two pieces of paper. Oh god! Uh, oh boy! And as uh, as a reminder, my son has the worst handwriting in the world. His words, not mine. Oh, it's terrible. Um, <laughs> I was th- Jimmy. Just sorry to interrupt. I was thinking about that the other day. Is has there been any talk of him typing up the question and uh, giving oh. it to you on a piece of yeah? Paper, what's the scuttlebutt on the typing? <laughs> he uh, he has a love of the post-it note, so I don't okay. see that happening. Right. Um, Fair enough. It is a magical. and also I like that he uses the post-it note because he could fold it in half, yes. and then I don't see the question right. until. Uh, or, uh, or the answer. So uh, this sounds like a job for a label maker. He could still keep the post-it notes. <laughs> yes. Oh, this is gonna be great. Let me. Uh, you know. Or do they make a post-it note printer that you could like <laughs> type a little tiny and print onto a post-it note? Okay, oh, this, this has a great idea. <laughs> calling him in here, written all over it. Okay, here we go. Ready? Yes. Okay. In a season seven episode of Bob's Burgers. Oh shit. Oh. Entitled X Mac Tina. Tina Belcher has to pilot a robot. When a man first meets this robot, he says, avoid Philly, meaning avoid Philadelphia. This is a bizarre reference to a real life robot whose mission was to what human activity? Aha. Elliot, your microphone's kind of loud, and so that made what you just did very obnoxious. I don't want to say that. Yes. I, I, I will I, say you have never looked more like Inspector Clouseau than you <laughs> when you said that, because it really seemed like you found a clue that was a fingerprint that you found with a giant magnifying glass, or possibly just regular glasses that look large <laughs> near the camera. 
Can you read it I again? I apologize so? for blowing your so there's ears There's a real life robot. That's a lot of information. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is a... There's uh, a real life robot in the two world post-hitter. of today yeah. Yeah. That, was in, that was trying to do a real thing. Mm-hmm. And it was referenced on Bob's Burger. Let me, let me give it to you again. In a season seven Boy, episode... Uh, by the way, allow me... Uh, if I, I, I will read this, Matt, for your benefit, but uh, I will... Um, I'm going to read it as if uh, I'm reading it the way that uh, I see these letters. Okay. Uh, (laughs) In a seas of seven episode art, Bob's Bulgars entitled Ex Mac Tina, Tina Pelcher has to pilot a... All right, this is no longer fun. Uh, In a season seven episode of Bob's Burgers entitled Ex Mac Tina, Tina Belcher has to pilot a robot. When a man first meets this robot, he says, avoid Philly. Meaning... Uh, avoid Philadelphia. This is a bizarre reference to a real-life robot whose mission was to what human activity? This is a bizarre reference to a real-life robot whose mission was to what human activity? Boy, oh boy. Is the what, like, that's the answer? Like, he was trying to stop human activity or he was trying to... To do what eat a human sandwich. activity? Do I need to get the young man in here to further explain it? Because I'm with you guys. I, I, really understand with, the I would yeah. be fine with that. I think that's fair. Oliver Griffin. Even though Elliot seems to know the answer, but yeah. Quickly uh-huh. now, Father. father. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you were in the study. Okay, let uh, we we all agree that uh, your handwriting's awful. Yeah. No, uh, we you're uh, the only one who can see it, Jimmy. All right, so get in here. That's fair. <laughs> and so please read this. Say hello to Janet. Hi. Hi. So explain because we're all kind of confused as to what the what the actual question is, with the exception of Elliot, who seems to already know the answer. Okay, so, like, do you want me to reread the whole question or just explain uh, it? Just the, the last the last sentence, last part of the sentence is what... Yeah. The last part of the sentence is what folks are having trouble with, Oliver. Okay. Well. Um, avoid Philly. This is a bizarre reference to a real-life robot whose mission was to do what human activity? His was mission to do, was, oh, okay. to do okay. what, do what human activity. To, got it. He was programmed to do what human activity? Oh, got okay. it. Got it. Okay. Thank you. All right, thank you. That that, that does clarify uh, to do uh, who's, uh, I, I guess, uh, I guess maybe we would have written was programmed, but that would have been a little more helpful. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I don't know. Damn, I don't know if you him. just, if he didn't write the word do or if you, di- if you just didn't read the word do. Oh, I don't think I read it. I think that was that was the issue I was having. Yeah, because I, I, I think each time I read it, I wrote uh, whose real life robot mission was to what human activity, right? Yes. Did I say yes. that yes. 4,000 yeah. times without mm-hmm. including the word do? Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, listen, my son's handwriting is awful and I can't read. So we've got a, great, <laughs> we've got a lot going on over here in the family. We're doing well. Um, uh, boy, oh boy. That is, that is a, Jesus Christ. The fact that you know this, Elliot, infuriates me. Yep. Uh, that's I, fair fuck wait, wait you can't look it up janet no i'm not i <laughs> thought i was supposed to write down my what i oh, yeah, she doesn't have a pencil and paper so it looked like you were look googling it or binging it, it looked like you were binging it no, <laughs> i know it does look like i'm cheating do you want me to show uh, that nothing ever opens up no hey speaking of that for uh force perspective thing though your finger literally just looked like et's that's how huge <laughs> that's it right. looked oh wow yeah not plus wrong. jimmy she's over in the mountains there's no service out there that, you know, also, I got to be honest with you. It doesn't matter if I write anything down at all because the answer will be wrong. So I will have proven that I did not look it up by having a very wrong answer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I have a really stupid answer, but but who knows? 
who knows i wish i knew if the if the 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 human activity it does can we ask elliot this question i want to win i'm not going to help you okay that's a good point uh, I assume that the that the human activity that he was programmed to do has somehow re- the joke about avoid Philly relates to it. Some, so of course, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if you don't know what it is, you could try to uh, reverse engineer what it was based on that joke. Right. That is, yeah, I think that's fair. That's I don't think it helps you. That's what I'm trying. My fair. answer, that's uh, what I'm my trying. answer makes sense yet sucks. Yeah. Wait. On, so I was thinking that the oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jenna. Jimmy. Uh, oh. I'm just. I thought that that. I thought that that meant that the the robot was in Philadelphia doing whatever this thing was, but that's not the case. Well, no, I think that's, I think that's right. true. Oh, okay. okay. I think that's true. Again, I, I don't think it helps you. Oh, okay. why? Why do you right. know this, Elliot? Don't answer. I don't yet. know why I know it. Don't I just, answer I it do. yet. Don't answer my question. My question was stupid and, and poorly timed. All right. I, <laughs> I, I I have what I feel like is a. I'm a very. I'm very happy with my my guess. It could be totally wrong, but at least I satisfied that weird thing where you're like, if only I could think of a thing that would satisfy the, <laughs> the all yeah. the pieces of the puzzle. Yeah, this uh, is a tough. This is a tough one. Let's take an yeah. early break, guys. I I apologize. I have to get an allergy pill. My allergy. Are you guys? Are you guys have an allergy problem the last few days? Or? Yes. So yeah. That's yeah. The I, worst. I woke Jesus. up with a, one of those like sharp like sinus headaches woke oh, up with it i hate when you wake up with that it's like my allergies word. are almost all tickle in the throat and the chest oh. it's always been true so it's great timing <laughs> i'm sure that <laughs> makes you very <laughs> comforts you every a lot. morning i'm like <gasps> like, every, <laughs> oh, God. like for reals yeah it uh oh ba- hey by the way let me give an update on last week's uh you know our family went and got tested for the covid last uh, ah. week oh yeah uh we all got it so uh <laughs> what no, Wait, uh, of course they all came back negative. They all uh, oh, sorry. came back sorry, negative. Elliot. But uh, that was I didn't want to leave the as I always say the phone off the hook. Mm-hmm. If anybody was like, mm-hmm. "How come Jimmy didn't give us an update?" He spent uh, twenty minutes last week talking about going to get the test, and then he doesn't tell us what happened on the test. Uh, we were <laughs> all now late. the only thing that's off the hook was that great story, <laughs> and also your impression of our listeners. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Janet Varney's on Twitter at Janet Varney. Uh, she's on at least two podcasts, maybe more, but she uh, has the JV Club, which is her long-running interview show. Very good. Check it out. Lauren Lapkus was on this week, and uh, or last week, I guess, most recent episode. Check that out. And also Voyage to the Stars, a very fun, uh, I think it's improvised, uh, sci-fi type comedy show. And uh, it's an audio uh, sitcom, basically. It's really fun. So check out Voyage to the Stars. Uh, also check out Jimmy Pardo on Twitter at Jimmy Pardo. Never not funny is at never not funny. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash never not funny and our YouTube channel always worth checking out for clips of the show and our spinoff project that Jimmy did. That's Jimmy's records and tapes. That's at youtube.com slash never not funny. Uh, but you also, you should check out, uh, playing games, which is a podcast we did uh, a while back. And now we're doing a live episode live at uh, flappers <laughs> in a zoom room. But, uh, uh, it's flapperscomedy.com is where to go for our June 6th show. It's going to be like a seven o'clock show on Saturday, June 6th. We're going to have a lot of fun. We don't have uh, we don't know the guest yet, but it'll be a fun celebrity guest and three contestants playing the game. That's definitely going to be a good time. So check it out at flapperscomedy.com. You can get tickets there. And the tickets, uh, I think, will be uh, uh, the proceeds will benefit a charity. We'll, we'll announce more about that when we get closer to the date. But please check it out. Until then, enjoy. Hey, hiring's hard. 
So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something and then Matt responds. And it's very, very, never enough funny. Very brand. organic. Uh, very organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And uh, look. I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your, your passion. It's not mine. No, it's, I don't, it's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously we all know that. Okay. I just want to make from, sure from longtime listeners know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates that's exactly right by the way we have tickets for the opera coming up i'm gonna hire somebody to go in my place <laughs> uh that is my passion my passion for the opera is to avoid it yeah uh ziprecruiter.com slash pardo ziprecruiter.com slash pardo z-i-p-r-e-c-r-u-i-t-e-r.com slash pardo ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire guys shopify is something that's very very dear and important to me and you know that you know that and matt you're laughing because you know that i don't stop talking about shopify off the air it's really it's it's weird it's like your new obsession like you used to talk about you know journey and kiss all the time now it's just shopify this shopify that i know and I, all i can do is apologize but i'll tell you why it's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits the SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's, not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, uh, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. Like, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah as much uh, as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. This is the program that you're listening to. Who am I, Purd from uh, Parks and Rec? The program (laughs) you're listening to is this program now. The name of the program is Never Not Funny. All right. Welcome to the program. Janet Varney's here. Uh, Janet, we didn't... uh, We're going to go around the horn here in a moment, but we we haven't done the the required 
Uh, how are you holding up during the pandemic? What are you doing? Uh, how you hitting them, kid? Thanks, Jimmy. Uh, I'm doing okay. Um, uh, I look, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing okay. Uh, this is a part where you say a lot of people have had a lot worse experience than me, so I'm very grateful for what I have and and what I have not had to deal with. But it's still hard, and I have been very busy still I, I can't say that i have had the experience uh that some people have had which is like i've caught up on all these shows and i'm writing my novel like uh, that has not i've still been just busy with work stuff somehow well good for you good well, i mean you know yeah good yes of course but, you're able to do voiceover work this is a perfect time to take advantage of that yep <laughs> all right good talking to jennifer Arney, guys that's the kind of improv you go to you can expect when you go to that uh, hot bitches of comedy show uh, <laughs> that's the bring it back bring it back why don't you get it you know, connect with jason and bring that baby back because yeah. uh, I, I i really, really should think, that title really plays in 2020 i think it's perfect yeah uh that that, that thing didn't play in 2019 uh, uh, 2005 2009 yeah. when was that when it would have been like 2006 or something yeah. yeah. When was Embar? Was that right around there, Matt? Uh, 20... Yeah. Embar opened in 2002, I think. All right. Or at least they started doing comedy shows there in 2002. And UCB was what, 2006? 05. 05? Yeah. We, well, we welcome everybody in. Uh, That's 20... where I met you, Jimmy. That's where I met you. Where? At the right Embar? Mm-hmm. Is that I right? Feel like, that... I feel like I've told this story before. Yeah. I'd like to hear it again. Uh, we met and uh, and and we got along very quickly. Uh, uh, and then I told you to say a word in your show that right. you would not normally say. Do you remember that word by any chance? I don't. If, oh boy, wouldn't that be fun? I think you did. I think you did at one point when we were reminiscing. You were like, "It was a yeah. ringatan, Varney." I wish I could remember what it was because. Hmm. Uh, I used to love doing it. The very first comic that ever, and I'm sure I've told this the, uh, the last time, they, uh, the very first comic I ever worked with that, uh, that we said, let's do that was Pam Stone. You guys remember the stand-up Pam Stone? Uh, very tall. She was on Coach, and she was, uh, what's a Lothar's girlfriend, or whatever that character's name is. Uh, what's that character's name? The tall, dumb, blonde guy. Dauber. Dauber. She was, I think she was Dauber's love interest. Uh, but Pam Lothar. was a very funny uh, stand-up, and uh, <laughs> we worked together. A comic book character. Yeah, Lothar. Fun with names. That is the name of the real-life robot, Lothar, in <laughs> Philadelphia. In Philadelphia's own Lothar the robot. Uh, anyway, she gave me a. That was the first time it ever happened. I thought it was the greatest stand-up game or fun game in the world to show camaraderie between the comedians. That's right. Uh, on what words? Uh, and uh, as a re- did I did I tell this story before? Uh, I misheard what she said, and so I said uh, "cunt" in the middle of my set. For no <laughs> oh, what? Really? Oh, no. I swear to God, oh. she told me to say that, and when I said it, it brought my show to a screeching halt. The audience hated me, and I said, "You happy?" I said your word. She goes, "Why did you say that word?" I go, "That's the word you told me to say." She's like, "I would never tell you to say that." <laughs> yeah, I thought uh, Pam Stone, who I now believe is uh, raises horses. Or mm-hmm. whatever. What's the word for that? Is it right? It's not raised, right? It's a quest. A quest. Uh, breeds. Breeds. Horse, breeders. Horses, yeah. Maybe. Something. She uh, She does. Uh, her and her husband, who was a writer, a comedy writer here in Los Angeles. They moved to like Virginia or something or wow. one of the Carolinas. And now they have a horse thing. Hmm. Uh, when I looked when I looked up her name, that was the third picture was her with a horse. Yeah. See. Yeah, see what I'm saying? So I know what I'm talking about. I've done a Google search. Yeah. Uh, Janet Varney is here. Uh, she sounds like she's uh, keeping very, very busy during this uh, uh, pandemic. She's uh, uh, looking great there. She's in the Alps. She's taking some time away from uh, uh, climbing. Yeah. <laughs> that's 
<laughs> that's that you're Internet. Oh, <laughs> stretching my legs and the yeah. Janet, have you done any? Uh, I know your friend Cole Stratton is is doing uh, some uh, uh, live uh, improv programming. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, are you, have, have you done any of that uh, yet? Where you're doing sketch comedy via the Zoom? Uh, I've done some thrilling adventure hour shows and some like readings and stuff, but I have not uh, dabbled in improv, and I'm a little nervous. Like Cole seems to have it all figured out, but um, I I feel. I mean, I've done like recordings of the, this podcast that I'm on, Voyage to the Stars, which is, but again, it's not video. It's not like, and then I turn my camera back on to say something very witty to jump into the scene. There's like a technical element to that that definitely intimidates me. The idea that I'm just listening along and then all of a sudden I'm like, I got it. This is going to kill. And then <laughs> yeah. I start my video and go like, that's what I said when I, like that, that's very intimidating. <laughs> I feel like it's going to flop. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You're really setting that person. You're really setting it up like this thing better deliver if I'm taking the time to yeah uh, turn my camera on. Although I guess it's the same as whenever you jump into a long form improv and you tap the guy on the shoulder. It's like you, you better you better have better something be better bringing it. No, it's enjoying true. It. It's true. Yeah. But, but it's like but imagine if you were tapping him on the shoulder and then setting up a camera on a tripod and turning it on and <laughs> yeah, a red right. light came on and you're like, here's my joke. Here it goes. <laughs> it's like a lot more yes. emphasis on it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, not only that, but but we don't have we don't have good you know real time with the Zoom stuff. There's a it's a couple seconds off, yeah. so you, the pacing right. is changes it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, Cole Stratton's got Stephen Tobolowski on this week's uh, show of uh, Pretty Pretty Pony. So if that's nice. uh, something that you're interested in, uh, uh, we uh, we like Stephen. He's uh, he's he's great. never one without a story. He's got yeah, great stories. That's great. Uh, all right, Garen, let's check in with you. The Pop Goals Reviews Info Desk, sponsored by dogpile.com. Uh, Garen, how's everything going over there? What, what, uh, what movies have you caught up with uh, over the weekend, Garen? Um, oh, all right. That's a good question, actually. <laughs> what did I watch last? Hold on. Oh, we watched A Few Good Men, actually. Oh. Oh. Fin- finally, finally check that out. <laughs> uh, God, that movie's fucking fantastic. Still great, to, right? To drop the F-bomb, but yeah, it's great. And then I watched that Circus of Books documentary. Did we talk about that? Hey, yeah. you know what? We watched it too. Did you watch it yet, Matt? I have not watched it yet. Neither. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it yet, Garen, until they watch it because uh, I want to watch I know it you, too. I know you wanted to talk about something in particular with it, but uh, uh, I'm interested to know what uh, what you thought of the uh, of it overall and of uh, whatever the story was that you wanted to discuss. I don't know what that is. All right, well, Garen, maybe you could think about what that is. <laughs> you want to watch it again and uh, take notes. <laughs> Uh, you want to buy it on DVD and never open it? <laughs> Seems to be here. Uh, what, uh, hey, Garen, uh, this is off topic, but it, it applies to this because our friend Kevin Pollack is in A Few Good Men and he's great in it. Yeah. Uh, he is also, when we watched uh, that thing you do over the weekend uh, to oh. uh, cleanse our palates of the shit that Garen gave us. <laughs> and uh, boy, that's still a great movie. And Kevin oh, Pollack's good. in it and he's great. Name I've a movie Kevin that. Pollock's not great in, by the way. Kevin Pollock's I can't great. name a movie that he's not in. <laughs> uh, he's he's good. He's a good yeah. actor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, my allergies are killing me. I apologize for the sniffling, uh, Trump-style sniffling I'm doing. Mm. I'm also doing a lot of Adderall. I think uh, oh. that I'm calling allergies. So oh. uh, they both begin with A. That's right. I get a little uh, confused with that. This is a perfect time to start taking speed is when you're trapped in your house. <laughs> <laughs> it's so <God>. smart. <laughs> <laughs> right? Just uh, vacuuming at three thirty in the morning. 
uh, Garen, uh, what? Uh, oh, Jimmy, are you? If, you, yes. if you're going to ask him, I forgot to play it before. We have a theme song for the trivia game. Oh. If, if you're going to ask him his answer, why don't I play it now? How about oh, that? Oh, hey, you got perfect timing. I'll mute while you do this, and then I'll cover my screen so I can blow my nose. All right, so, here it comes. Uh, Let's play trivia, trivia. I want to play trivia. Let's battle some trivia. Let me hear what was the I just question, doing? please. <laughs> Uh, Matt, do you have an artist on that? First of all, I, I very much enjoyed that. Yeah, it just yeah. says it just says Fen. I don't know who Fen is, but this is that was the Fen mix of uh, NNF trivia theme physical Olivia Newton John version. All right, that's Fen. I remember I was uh, addicted to Fen Fen for a while. I, uh, back <laughs> what? In the, uh, back in the mid. A weird theme this particular episode is taking on. Uh, uh, now, I had my eyes closed when I was when you were dancing. I, it seemed to me that you were like shaming someone. What I, were you doing? I, I, no, I think I was going like this, I like see, I paying see. the money out. Who, whoever okay. wins. Yeah. Oh, that's I like fun. the idea of you. <laughs> yeah, tisk tisk. Where did this even come from? Remember, like, who, yeah, I don't know why is, that means shame oh, on you. Shame uh, on you. Why does it, Gary? Look that up. Why uh, is the why? shame in your finger, and you're swiping it off your finger onto <laughs> yeah. them? Shame yeah, you. like you're sharpening shame. a pencil. You're getting all the shavings off. Yeah. The shame shavings. Shame shavings. Shame shavings. Shame yeah. shavings. <laughs> Origin of the shame shame finger gesture. <laughs> there, is there an answer? Yeah. What do you got? I'm loading it up right now. I see. Uh, hold on. Where is it at? According to Desmond Morris, the gesture means shame and is restricted to North America. The rubbing of the two forefingers is thought to symbolize friction. There's a related gesture, four-finger scrape from Wales, Germany, in which one finger saws across the pointed other one. This has no answer whatsoever. <laughs> also, who is this shame. expert that they quoted you. in the beginning? Like he was, <laughs> yeah. that could just be the guy's neighbor. Yeah. Uh, according to Dustin, my neighbor. Um... <laughs> the the t- title of this post, Mystery of Origin Solved, Shame, Shame, Finger Gesture, and it has no information. It Jerks. doesn't solve a thing. No. Oh, my God. My nose is killing that me. That just reminded me, uh, just trying to look things up that are impossible to look up. Uh, this morning... Zoe came came out of her room. She was she was doing her schoolwork. She came out and she was like, and Elise was on a, a like a PTA conference call like on her computer, and she burst out of her room. And she's like, "What's a word that means you're like hard on the outside but you're soft on the inside?" And I was like, "I I, I don't know. There's no word for that. I don't know what it is." And she got like she was like very like wanted the answer immediately, and and I none of I was like I don't think that exists. And, and like, how do you look that up? And I was like, I, I still don't. So I looked it up and the, what I found, here's what I found. There is no answer, by the way, unless you Skittles. guys. That word is Skittles. <laughs> oh, that's good too. Reese's Pieces. <laughs> I like all these answers. What I found when I looked it up was that apparently Muhammad Ali, of all people, came up with, he was like, there should be words for like when someone's hard on the outside and soft on the inside. And then people who are hard on the outside and hard on the inside. And then people who are soft on the outside and soft on the inside. And then, of course soft on the outside hard on the inside and his his word for the one that i was looking for was a walnut oh oh that guy's a walnut yeah guy's a real walnut but that's hard isn't that hard and hard or is a walnut the the meat of a walnut is somewhat soft i would say what are the other ones the other one the the soft on the outside and hard on the inside was a prune that's me no (laughs) (laughs) which i is it a wait was a prune any i mean i think any pitted in there any any pitted fruit like a if if it was a a nectarine or a a cherry plum adding it making it a prune just seems like it's the more insulting yeah yeah it doesn't sound it sounds derogatory yeah yeah and then hard on both the outside and the inside was like 
Oh, a man. rock, just it, a rock. It was, a, it was another fruit or vegetable, and I can't remember what it was. But then the uh-huh. soft on out and inside was a grape, and I was like, "Are grapes really soft on the outside? They're kind of they got a little like bit a, of a, 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 a uh, tight, tightness to it, yeah, right? a firm skin." So I think Muhammad Ali uh, had a good idea and didn't quite execute it. Let's remember he was a boxer, not a philosopher. And yeah, uh, well, he did come up with a lot of good rhymes, though. Well, that's true. He was the Nipsey Russell of boxing. There's no question about that. Yeah. He's the one who taught us that butterflies fly and bees sting. That's right. That's, right. That's where we learned that from, we right? Wouldn't, we wouldn't know that if it weren't for him. You float like a butterfly. Five. Oh, oh here. Okay. I, float. Well, then that's flawed. I will find the... Because I. Like what happened was like she went back into her room angry, and then I looked it up, and then I just texted her the answer uh, from one room away. Um, so here, here's what Muhammad Ali said. Uh, yeah pomegranates hard on the outside and hard on the inside that was his answer for for that the, guy's a pomegranate yeah and then you got the walnuts the prunes and the grapes yeah okay she's Anybody? helpful at all to, to, to zoe <laughs> she did write she when i wrote when i texted her and said walnut she wrote oh that's interesting <laughs> so <laughs> i i felt like i did my job as a parent i don't know that's certainly the most you could hope for uh, in a response. I'm not wrong, right? Very there is no response. word for that. Like, there should be a word for it, but there is no word for that, right? Do you want to get Rich Hall on the phone and see what he is? Oh, you it? think Sniglets? <laughs> Sniglets think he's got a Sniglet for this? Yeah. <laughs> there might be a verb for that. I don't know if there's a noun for that, but there might be a verb for that. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't it just be candy shell? It's not one Karen, word, unfortunately. If, please keep your, you your, your sexual lifestyle out of this conversation. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw Candy Shell down at the uh, Deja Vu once, and she was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, oh, she's God. gorgeous. She's the best. She's the Next best. Garen, <laughs> uh, you got an answer on this uh, Philadelphia robot uh, situation? Uh, I said fall in love. <laughs> That is a thing that humans do. <laughs> that is amazing. That. Is our reference to real like life? Like a metal uh, robot. robot on the outside and a <laughs> walnut on the inside. Right. Or whatever. And fall if, in love. If you're if you are too uh, scared of getting hurt and you don't want to fall in love, by all means, do not go to Philly. <laughs> Stay away. <from> Philly. <laughs> oh, it is the city of brotherly love. Actually, that makes perfect sense. I actually love that. Plus, Tina that movie Belcher hurt? is all about you know that stuff. So love. You know. I didn't say it was a good answer. answer. (laughs) There are no bad answers when we do this because it leads to a nice conversation like we just had. Mm -hmm. So uh, never shame at a bad answer until we get to mine. Go ahead, Elliot. Uh, Let's check in with uh, Elliot. He's back there with the cinnamon stick. Uh, That is. uh, Hello. Real quick. Can we can we get he can we can talk to Elliot now, but can we get his answer last because he thinks he has it right? I think that's 100 percent. Great idea. Um, Okay, And then I'll explain why I think I'm right. Too. By the way, Candy Shell performs at the Cinnamon Stick on <laughs> Saturday nights, I think. So, wow. Yeah. Did you unkink the hose on your microphone? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Garen said five words in the last eight weeks, and all of a sudden he's like, all of a sudden, yeah, shut it's, up. it's the cockerel monologues. Jesus. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll check in with uh, Matt Belknap then. Um, hey, when I do it like that, it looks like I'm doing the Looney Tune thing, and it's about to yeah. uh, just uh, shrink down to just my head. Uh, <laughs> it's awful. Yes. I've been noticing it's that. Awful. Yeah. I've been noticing that. I really like it. Uh, behind me there is I've got uh, some uh, blankets uh, hung up on a uh, on the closet to uh, absorb the sound so it doesn't bounce off. Uh, uh, Matt, let's go to you mm-hmm. then. Matt, no, I go to yeah, I'll go to you next. Matt Belknap, or no, I go to a guest next. Who do I go to next? You can also just talk go. to Elliot. I wasn't trying to uh, usurp. I'm not his, talking uh, to Elliot. You know, I'm sick okay. of his bullshit today. 
He got enough play when we talk about him changing that shirt. That's uh, <laughs> this is true. That's, that's true. That was, that I was enjoyed that play as well. That was his segment for the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Matt, give me your guess then. On, uh, I, I already I already admit I'm uh, embarrassingly proud of this guess. It's uh, Run Upstairs. Ooh. Oh. That's a great guess. Because great of, guess. Because of Rocky. Uh, oh. Yeah. I'm going to go out of order here and give you my guess only because of the, it tied in. I went with, uh, um, if you could see, I went with boxing. Okay. Went, uh, yeah. they, they were programmed to box. So we were both so, thinking Rocky. That's uh, yeah. Yeah. But, but then, but why avoid? Because he ends up winning in the law. He only loses that one time. Hmm. So it, it, boxing makes zero sense, but the steps thing makes more sense to me. I like the, that you uh, went one step further than me. It's also step. the kind of thing that the that people who build robots are always trying to figure out. Like, how can we make a robot that can run upstairs or jump over a box? You know, it's like that's right. the, or fall in love or fall in love. These <laughs> are the things. Oh. These are the things they're working on at MIT right now. Yeah. That uh, I think that movie Heartbeeps is what that, that's all about. <laughs> right, the great movie with Andy Kaufman and I want to say the my sweet sweet Bernadette. Right? Isn't that who's in that? Yeah, I think you're right. I think she's one of the one of the robots. Bernadette. Uh, Janet Varney is here. Uh, Take a time away from voiceover that uh, Zola, whatever the hell that name of the character is that she plays. Uh, Zora. Is it Zora? Have not been doing that voice for several years. Well, listen, the memory is there and it's always uh, it seems as fresh today as it did then. That's why I thought you were still doing it. (laughs) Yep. Uh, What are you you voicing now, Jan? Uh, I'm doing a Quibi thing that. I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about. It. I don't I know don't how talk any of that about works. It. Are you yeah. not talking about it because uh, we, nobody's allowed to talk about Quibi anymore? We, I'm not sure. We, we had our window of 48 hours. <laughs> I'm not or, sure. That was it. All right. That was that it. That was it. Um, boy, there's a good look. They they play a commercial all the time for some Quibi show that uh, looks really really good. A drama, like a like a serial sort of thing. Yeah. That they're right. doing uh, video style and uh, looked interesting. I'm uh, sure it's great. It was a cool. I, I heard it's, it too. It's a cool idea. I like the I like the idea of creating a, a thing where stories can be told in a different format. Like uh, instead of like, cause a 30 minute or 60 minute is an arbitrary increment of time to tell a story. Mm-hmm. So why not tell it in 10, 10 minute increments? Agreed. Uh, right. I, know, I know. Is it Katz? Is it Jeffrey Katzenberg at the start of that? Yep. Mm-hmm. I know. I know he got a lot of heat recently by, by blaming the pandemic on uh, the failure, uh, the perceived failure of Quibi. Yep. Uh, but I think he's hundred percent right. I think it's, uh, if the concept is watch little 10 minute segments on your commute on the, uh, on the subway or yeah. whatever, uh, or if you're on the treadmill, like I, I think he's right. Yeah, like, yeah. people aren't yeah. people aren't going to the gym. People aren't on the subway. Yeah. So uh, why is he the? I guess maybe just uh, my business well, failed they, me. Yeah, they also didn't put it, make it available on like televisions. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's just like phone. Yeah, which well, that was the concept yeah, yeah. of it in, in premise, but but once you are in a pandemic, maybe you go, all right, we got to put this on televisions now. I don't know why yeah. they wouldn't have done that anyway. Just. Yeah. Why not just have it as a Roku? Yeah, because I ever I watch yeah. videos on my TV, like on YouTube. I watch ten minute yeah. things yeah. on my TV. What, well, maybe what? they will still. I watched a thousand ten minute videos on YouTube in a row. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Condescending. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's finally broke. You know what? You're whatever name, whatever name you want to call me is okay. You have now tested negative, so we can all come punch you. Us <laughs> oh, are in any trouble. That's true. But you may be. You might get this allergy though that I'm apparently yeah. suffering uh-huh. from. So be careful. Thanks. Uh, well, there's a lot of it. This is probably my fault because there's a lot of vegetation up here in the Alps yeah. that you probably have been exposed to. Yep. So yeah. uh, there it is. 
<laughs> Pet the Alps. Lots softer than I expect. Are those Janet? Do you find those mountains, uh, those hills? Are they alive at all? No, not at all. Dead. They're dead. Dead hills. and dead quiet. Dead. <laughs> dead quiet. quiet. Not a yeah. peep, huh? Yeah. Not a sound. Unbelievable. Mm-mm. Uh, well, uh, all right. So, Janet, what is your answer on this nonsense? The uh, the robot that uh, whose mission was to do what human activity? Uh, I said cheesesteak, period, heavy sigh. <laughs> I have to admit, I thought about that, too. I thought about somehow eating cheesesteak. I thought, uh, but, yeah. but, then, but why would you avoid it if that's uh, what that's you're going to do? live. But yeah. according to Janet, it's not eat cheesecake. It's just, it's just, just cheesecake. Cheesecake. Just do cheesecake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not cheesecake. We're not a deja vu. Yeah. Get your mind out of the gutter. I apologize for misspeaking. Again, that's the allergies talking. Uh, all right. So we have all of our answers here. Uh, Elliot Except thinks he's yeah. got it correct. Yeah. We check now, in back in with the cinnamon stick, who's now going to give us a 45-minute ramp up as to how well, we came up with this. I'd love to see. I just love to see the quick uh, pretend playback of you realizing you thought you knew what it was, Inspector. No. Ah! <laughs> I don't know how good that was, but it was good. good. You did say aha. Yeah, yeah. you got the line wrong, but frankly, who you me? You're giving yes. one line yes. of the movie yes. and you yes. fuck it up. Yes. All right, go. Um, so, so I don't know if you want Oliver to have the opportunity to give us the whole backstory if I'm right um, or not. I want to, because uh, so, it's interesting. All right, hang I, on, Oliver Griffin. Quickly now, Father needs you. All right, here, uh, listen in, if you would. Here, listen in. Uh, uh, Elliot, here's our guesses so far, uh, Oliver. I'll bring you up to speed. Uh, Can you hear us? Yeah. Uh, 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 Garen said, what did you say, Garen? Fall in love? Fall in love. love. (laughs) Fall in love. Matt said, go upstairs. Don't give it anything away yet. Matt said, go upstairs. Janet said, uh, cheesesteak. Sigh. (laughs) Heavy sigh. Heavy heavy sigh. I apologize. Because cheesesteak is very filling. Yes. (laughs) And I said, boxing. So there's your answer so far. Ellie, we have not gotten Elliot's yet because he thinks he got it right, and we want you to be in on this if he got it correct. Yeah, and if, also, I'm, if I'm wrong, boy, boy, oh boy, am I ready for it. But uh, but I believe the answer is hitchhiking. Uh, and I think there's a big story about why Philadelphia was a bad place for this particular robot to have hitchhiked because everywhere else in the world, it went one way, Philly went a different way. So that's that's my answer. That's as much as I'm going to say. I, I, I'm sure I saw a story on YouTube or something like that about it. Now, so you're going to go with hitchhiking. Now, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Oliver, why don't you, you know, read read the answer and then the explanation, please. The robot, whose name was Hitchbot, was a hitchhiking robot. It was supposed to travel all over the world, all over the U.S., rather, uh, starting in Canada, though. Starting in Canada. It was supposed to go around the U.S., but it started in Canada. Don't know why. By kind strangers grabbing it and putting it in their cars and then dropping it off at random uh, destinations. Um, However, man, even I can't read this. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck? (laughs) (laughs) However, um, people in Philadelphia uh, destroyed the uh, murdered, as it was known in many articles and stories, um, murdered Hitchbot, uh, they like smashed it to pieces and left it on the side of the road. Um, Bob's Burgers turned the joke so fast as it only happened like six weeks before the episode aired and they could get it out in time. 
All right, wow. there you have it. Uh, cool. By the way, all of that was uh, written on a uh, <laughs> on a post-it. Yeah, uh, and I also, but I, and I'm only showing you the piece of paper because it's insane that all of that was written on a post-it. Um, and look at the amount of space at the top of that post-it that wasn't used. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the sticky part. You can't write is on that the sticky, sticky part. part. That's the sticky. That's my apologies. You can't write on the sticky yeah. part. Can't right, be on the sticky right. part. All right, Oliver, thank you once again. You know what? Another great question. Yeah. Another that was great, great question from Oliver Griffin Pardo. The, uh, uh, he's doing a great job. School just ended, so uh, now he's got his ear to the door to listen to the show. <laughs> um, he can only hear one side, which is just mine, which may or may not be the most exciting part of the program. I'm going to say not. <laughs> uh, so he doesn't get the magic of this. Uh, Janet, uh, now I, I, we're in quarantine, but you have a uh, congratulations, Elliot, on your $5. Uh, Thank you very much. And that, of course, is to, uh, courtesy of the Jeremy Herbal Trivia Tin. Uh, we'll settle up when we get back to the studio. Um, so, uh, Janet, you were in quarantine. Do you, uh, you're in a relationship, right? That's safe to say publicly. Yeah. And are you guys, I, I forget the, your living arrangement. Do you live together or are you, do, do you at least we find t- you, end of conversation then? Yep. You, are spending, you are spending time together then. Yeah. How long but we're very been? used to both being home. So I don't, I can't say that it's negatively impacted our relationship at all. Um, I think my wife's going to leave me. I think that's what, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 as I've said many, many times, would you want to be with this 24 hours a day? I don't think I would want to. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a nice man. My son seems to love and respect me. My wife seems to tolerate me. So it's going to be. Bit of a walnut. <laughs> Wait, what, walnut means what? I'm hard on the outside, soft on the inside? That's right. Oh, mm-hmm. oh I'll, I'll, I'll go along with that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a walnut uh, yeah. to use Ali's. Uh, Hey, here's a stupid question. Did, did Muhammad Ali die? Did he die he in the did. last five years? Yes. He did, right? Yeah. That you said fun. that like you just come out of hypersleep. <laughs> Where am I? Uh, what else happened in the last five years? What year is it? Who's president and is Muhammad Ali alive? <laughs> <laughs> Those are the questions you have to the ask. The key questions. Uh, the key uh, question. Guy, uh, uh, hey, speaking of which, and I hate to bring it down for a second, just a quick second to mention Fred Willard. Yeah. Um, and uh, Janet, I'm sure you worked with him up at the Sketchfest a bunch of times. And yeah. uh, there, there was, uh, I was very, very lucky when I first moved here. One of the first jobs I had was to uh, be in Todd's Coma, the pilot presentation that Todd Glass put together. And Fred Willard was one of the cast members. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just amazing that one of my very first jobs is I get to work with a comedy hero out of the box like that. And and I know Todd has tweeted about this and, 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 and Steve Rosenthal and others that were involved in that project of how Fred would come to a house. And, and again, I'm new to L.A. And so and, and Todd was fairly new to it. And these other guys were, too, that the idea that Fred Willard would come to Todd's house to rehearse seemed absurd to us. Like to me, like, can you believe this guy showing up and just being like us? And from that day on, he was always like us. He never treated anybody like he was this guy that we all looked up to and he was just uh, just fu- first of all funny in the bones funny funny in the uh, just always he's as great as spinal tap is he's got the funniest line in the fucking movie about the about getting his hair cut like he steals the show which is nothing but jokes that's how great fred willard is anyway uh just uh, I, I know that we're in a time where one hundred thousand people just died and nobody is more special than the other uh so obviously it's weird to then celebrate this but uh i didn't want a comedy show to go by without mentioning that we lost one of our heroes so there yeah. uh janet you worked with him at, at Sketchfest. yeah he was when we uh we're just for our first year we were just six local sketch groups um and then for our second year in 2003 
we uh, expanded to a slightly larger theater, the two, the Eureka now Gateway that, that you guys have performed uh, very many times. Uh, that was the our second year. We were exclusively at that theater, and we um, wanted to get the press interested because we thought, oh, the the like the cron was really kind to us when we were just a small festival but now that we're doing a second year maybe they won't care and um and so we worked really hard to try to find people that would be a draw um but we no one knew who we were like no one really cared um and i can't even remember how we just somehow had a connection to fred and uh and he we knew that he had this group that he was teaching and performing with in uh, LA called Fred Willard's Hollywood Players. And we offered them a weekend headlining at our festival. And they said yes. And then on another weekend, the three guys from Upright Citizens Brigade, Matt, Matt and Ian also said yes. So for our second ever festival, Fred came and performed with with this group of people and, and Mary came and um, it was amazing. It was a time that he got tons of coverage. Like that's exactly what we were hoping would happen. Everyone right. was so excited to see Fred and to see what he was doing with this group. And, uh, and then, yeah, he came back to the festival many times afterwards, but he was on our, you know, kind of board of advisors, uh, which was just sort of a, a cool way of keeping in touch with someone and bringing them back year after year. Um, but yeah, he was, he was wonderful. He did the festival many times and, um, it was it was it was a tough weekend, and I agree with you, Jimmy. What you're saying is 100% true, and it's very sensitive of you to say that. I also think that people understand that when it's a public figure that millions of people watched and felt they had a relationship with on some level, it's also okay to have that affect you in the middle of all of this. Yeah. Even you know that's okay. Um, it's okay to bring it up. And- but all right, you know what? I think that this actually lets people grieve the situation at the same time, sort of what's the word for group besides group anyway like all together everyone's collectively there you go thank you matt yeah like there didn't say that i've been so many great stories on twitter about him i think everyone's sort of together my pleasure (laughs) i said communally but okay (laughs) did you really say communally yeah all right well collectively is the word i was looking for that's our matt we don't need your hippie commune references around here buddy good job matt uh, Baron, I'm sorry that we're making fun right in the middle of you making a very nice no, uh, point, totally cool. but when Matt when Matt finally hits on something, you want to you want to give him <laughs> you the gotta, you gotta acknowledge it. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think to Garen's point, I think that it's kind of hard to even even eighty thousand people. That's kind of hard to 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 gather, and I don't even know. Fred wasn't necessarily afflicted by COVID. Is that accurate? No, he wasn't. no I, I don't believe so. Eighty six. But, but at the same time, we're 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 all. T- we're all dealing, we all die eventually. We're all trying to deal with that. I think we can't have an emotion about the thousands of people who die every day, just of anything. It gives us the opportunity to kind of focus that on here's a person who I didn't know personally, but I'm aware of, and I can kind of channel some of those emotions into that. I yeah. think that that's part of that too. And, it, and, it, it, and it's a sense of community. It's communal. And um, I just, I, right? Is that how we feel? I think collectively, that? you guys all got Matt's answer right. Yeah, yeah thank you. Matt gets it. You know, Matt, Matt's got a vocabulary unlike the rest of us. So when, when he, again, when he hits it, you want to give him the credit. Uh, I, I feel like in that way, I'm something of a walnut. You, you know, there's no question you're a walnut. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even sure. What was the other one? You might be a uh, pomegranate. You might be a pomegranate. Or a prune. Oh. What was a prune again? 
Soft on the outside, hard on the inside. You think that you think you were like who? Who does that describe? That's the that's, that's, that's awful. like a psychopath. Yeah, that's that's like terrible. Like, oh, they like, seem so nice, and then it turned out they had no soul. Yeah, or yeah, just like yeah. very like super sensitive, but then an asshole. Like, I mean, I guess some people are kind of. Maybe I am. Maybe I am a prune. Actually, no. Oh, interesting. It. I what was soft all the way through. Grape, which grape. I still oh. don't think is right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, I do love in any movie where somebody calls somebody an old yeah. prune. Mm. I laugh every single time. Yeah. Hey, old uh, prune. Nah, yeah, shut up, you old prune. Makes me laugh. <laughs> it's a funny uh, turn of phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Listen, Janet, this is, as always, a joy when you uh, join us. Oh, I really sat up straight. Yeah, you did. Well, you this got is the... how I'm always supposed to be sitting. What a problem. Yeah. Let's all sit correctly. That's there you too, Garen. Oh, Garen. Oh, Garen could, Make yeah. all the mic adjustments needed for your correct posture. Everyone. Garen couldn't sit up right if he wanted to. No, I can't. That back hasn't uh, been uh, straight in, uh, well, I guess since birth. What? Well, that's uh, true. Right? We're born that way, Jimmy. Lady Gaga <laughs> taught us that. <laughs> it gets better, Garen. Scoliosis? Uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> that's the weird thing about it. The older you get, the, the less it affects you. <laughs> just, yeah. Until you, you get to 80 and you're fine. You do enjoy it more. Uh, Janet, thank you for being here. Be safe. Thanks, guys. It's so great to see everyone's faces. It's good to see yeah. yours as well. And giant glasses. Oh, let, me, let me see if I can find them back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, Give them to me. Give me what? Yes, indeed. Oh, wait, Jimmy, yes, we need people's indeed. points. Oh, we need I points. I love Shit. guys. All right, let's go back. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, it doesn't Wait, matter because Elliot got it right and no one else did. Well, no, but but uh, but I still. Oh, that's right. You need to know my points though for the, oh, for the need, long game. Yeah, right? you need to know his. Yeah. Yeah, six. Whoa. I bet wow. six. That's and, uh, as confident as I was out of twenty-five that I would get a pop culture question right. Was boy, six. oh boy, and the one time, the one yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Eh. Um, <laughs> I, I bet eleven in case nobody gives a shit. And uh, Matt, what'd you go with? Twenty-two. 22. Oh wow! Wow! I th- I think I'm good at pop culture, but I haven't gotten one right yet. So I don't know why I keep betting so much. <laughs> I, like I that went confidence. 25. You bet 25, Garen? Yeah, but for the exact same reason is that I think I'm good at pop culture, but I haven't gotten one right yet. Garen, haven't we learned on the last couple of uh, isolation files that you are not good at at trivia? <laughs> Jimmy, I have nothing else. I know. I know. Oh, I did I get that you. Batman one right. Yeah, there you go. The, the Jack Nicholson, uh, that was a pop culture question. Right. Yeah. You can't handle the Batman. <laughs> See what I did? Yeah. That's a few good men meets Batman. Hang on, Jen. I think your microphone's been off for the last minute. <laughs> Put them together. It's probably fun. Mash them up communally. <laughs> Look at her crazy big size. Mash hands. up those references. Uh, hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the program. Thank you for watching the program. That you chose to do. Janet, I don't know how to respond to your nonsense. Just, uh, <laughs> just closing the show. Seems to be the best uh, best solution. You might enjoy the icing music. Um, I don't want to overplay the. Uh, the uh, geez, yeah. Janet, Janet, you all right? Do you have an earthquake? I'm okay. I hit my head. Oh god! <laughs> On the mic. Oh no! That's going to be horrible right. in that high altitude. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Is Muhammad Ali still alive? <laughs> he is not. He is not. <laughs> oh no! On behalf of uh, me at this moment, I thank you guys for listening and watching. Uh, Stay safe out there. Um, Thank you for all your support. Um, And uh, I wish nothing but the best for everybody. On behalf of the uh, Pop Culture Beast, look at them down there. There's Garen Cockrell. Uh, Behind Video Village, that's the Cinnamon Stick, Elliot Hochberg. Uh, At Video, uh, at Mission Control, HQ, that's the Hunter Met Belknap up in the Alps. There she is. There's something about her that you got to solve a problem like janet varney that is janet varney falling off the cliff apparently um i'm jimmy pardo we'll see you next time on the podcast stay safe ak-47 gone not forgotten 
Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.